probably explains why. I just freaking downloaded it, so I'm being tracked right now. If AI's listening, I'm I'm one of the. We love you. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. I am your host, Kevin Shahan, and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me, as always, is Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. Care. Yes, sir. Well, is it me? Does it seem like a... I know we did a show last Monday. Hadn't it seemed like a month? It no, just it, seemed, seemed, it seemed like 10 minutes. It it seems like forever, like like no. we haven't done a show, and I'm not, and I'm not nervous this show. Like I'm always nervous because like our guest is like a normal person, um, not like we don't have normal people on. Right. We have like like famous people that make me nervous. Like Laurel doesn't make me nervous. Oh, it's you know I don't know. Oh, so, so, so how, did you ask me how I'm doing? Is that what? Yeah, happening? yeah. I don't you know. See now I feel like people will be like Kevin, you're not nervous that you just you sound awkward. Hey, care, how you doing? But first yeah. of all, hey, care, how are you doing? Yeah, how, how I you want doing? to I want to celebrate and wish Jessica a happy birthday, belated birthday yesterday. Yeah, Jessica turned a big three eight. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> happy thanks, birthday! Thanks. I hope you I'll had a good it. day. I saw some of the gifts that Kevin got you. I saw that yes. you were at the Dalai Lama Museum. Yeah, um, apparently. Have a gift coming, so <laughs> I love delayed gifts. We do was have it, some gifts coming for you. Was yeah, it the, do, the, the Dalai Lama Museum? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, okay. I knew what he yeah. meant. <laughs> but, Hello, uh, Dolly. Dalai yeah. Lama Museum, where you so get a Kevin tongue in the mouth me, before you enter. Kevin got me that cool owl. Yeah. Came in the game. Well, you can like it. I said, Ooh. Kevin, you. It came with like a certificate. Like you didn't name it or anything. And he's like, I was not gonna name your owl, right? Ooh. And so, uh. Like it, like it would have came in with like fancy lettering on like the certificate. Who? Kevin, yeah, me an owl. Ooh, owl. Oh, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay, I just got <laughs> yeah. it. Well, I, yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to interrupt this right now. You yeah. know, because uh, that would have just kept going on. And yeah. on. But anyway, so I'm just going to name it Dolly since I went yeah. to the Salvador Dolly Museum. I was like, yeah, easy. Well, anyways, so now I got to like figure out how to do clerk. Calligraphy and calligraphy, fancy, uh, saying it, yeah, and saying it, and saying <laughs> yeah. it. No, but happy birthday! I'm glad you, I'm glad to see you had a good time. We got some stuff coming your way. I um, that. so you. awesome, thanks, awesome. Thanks, welcome. So, how are you doing, Care? No, I'm got... doing fine. I just, I just wanted to wish that I'm doing great. Um, um, nice weekend. Uh, it rained for like forever. I mean, I, and you know, it's funny is every time I start complaining about the rain. I thought about you guys and all the shit you went through with the flooding. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not that not that I bad. I did. It did. It was like one of those balancing things for me, but um doing pretty good. 
Yeah, we uh we we've been getting a lot quite a bit of rain. Uh, well, just we had well, one, one day of quite a bit of rain, yeah. and uh and luckily our our French drain seems to be fixed. When we when they when we put the uh, uh dug the footer for the uh, the new cigar lounge, you know they took out about twelve feet of our French drain and they they disrupted the rock sub. Yeah. So I was able to fix that when we put in the new French drain around the lounge. And uh, yeah, that was uh, it seems to be going. Yeah, it good. seems to be working good. Yeah, like, it seems to be going good. We used to get like the, a ton of standing water on the deck, and I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So yeah, that's, that's been cool. nice. Yeah. And then, then, I, then I hurt hurt my back at work last week, last Tuesday. So uh, we had to have a guy come out and paint the house. You know, which is good. Painting sucks. That's such a horrible. Now the house, like, everything is just one. Yeah, every color. the house is one color. <laughs> it matches the new edition. Good. Uh, so yes. did you take any pictures? Uh, no, not yet. He just he just finished up like uh, yeah. this uh, this this late afternoon. Well, I never <laughs> took any pictures of what it looked like before. He yeah, oh yeah, it. probably. So yeah, <laughs> so, you got some yeah. pictures of the house before. Yeah, I hate, I, I hate painting too. Painting yeah. is like it's one of those things where I could do it, but I hate it. So I always sandbag it. I always say I don't know how to paint. I'm, oh, a, good, I'm, a, I'm yeah. a decent painter, but I just freaking yeah, hate it. Br brutal. And then we got the uh, the 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 contractor came out and ground the concrete floors in the uh, the cigar lounge. So, oh yeah, uh, good. So well, you're we're waiting on that one. That's good. yeah, that was one of the last projects. So we're gonna get to uh, uh, acid staining the uh, the floors in the lounge. Um, hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, I got a uh, um, shelving coming for the lounge. Well, I got it got it all priced out. So yeah. What color are you doing the floor? Uh, onyx. Uh, so uh, black. So just an acid staining black. Um, and then we're gonna do. Yeah, it's a, not gonna uh, have any shine. Yeah, there. we're gonna do a matte sealer and then a matte wax. So oh. match the mat, the mat walls, the mat ceiling, just to control. The all, all about light. controlling that lighting, man. Trying to get it not, not to go wherever. Lighting and smoke. Yeah, lighting and smoke. So, uh, right. We'll see how it goes. So very uh, nice. Um, all right, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got. Anybody got anything uh, else no. that we should be talking about? So all right, I think that's all. Oh, let's uh, yeah. Well, let's get into the cigar medics humidimeter cut and light. Remember with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, and my camera is down. My second camera. Oh, it's because I think Skylar unplugged it when uh, oh, no. the she was in here. So let, me, let me check. You're back on. Get up. No, because I switched oh. it over to my other camera what here. Did you, what did you get, Care? Oh, mine was at, uh, I think it was at 68%. There we go. Remember with the Cigar Medics Humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. And I am smoking the uh, the AJ Fernandez New World uh, Dorado. What are you smoking here? Is that the Bella Artes? Yes. I, I can't. I, I, is it Be Bella Art? I can't. Bellas, the Bellas Artes. Bellas. I thought it was Bella. I. Bellas, I we're gonna have, Bellas, we're gonna have to ask Laura. And then, and then the same with the Ramon Alones because I, I've been hearing people pronounce the L as a Y, Ramon Alones. So I don't I don't know what's going on. You sounded very southern when you said that. Ramon Alones. Yeah, that's it. Justin, I got a, a cutter up here. Oh, where's oh, mine? Okay. Like and then uh, I also uh, have the uh, the New World Dorado challenge coin well i have that they sent it thank you jessica to, for, to for telling everybody i <laughs> stole like, your challenge it, coin. Yes, they, they sent it to me they sent <laughs> jessica a hat and a challenge well, they coin. sent me a whole kit like you know the smoke yeah and all that yeah luckily they sent a couple cigars and i and allowed you to have one <laughs> she allowed me to have a cigar wear her hat and then uh that was the, my first uh dive into the the new world dorado yeah jess i was i was having a conversation with jennifer the other day and she was talking and she 
Jennifer, because I New Jersey folks like to like not use periods when you talk about <laughs> topics. Yeah. So she was talking about um, the chick who's on uh, um, Big Bang Theory, Kelly Kuko, and having a baby. Oh. And she's with you know this guy, and then as soon as she's then she started talking about something, and she brought up Kevin. She brought up your your daughter, and I can't remember what it was about because I was still on Kelly Kuko because there was no pause or break, and I said. Well, I think they broke up, right? The guy she's with? I think they broke up. She's like, no, they didn't. I go, well, yeah, I thought I read somewhere that they broke up. And she goes, well, they just bought a house together. And I'm like, well, I don't know if they bought a house together or not. I know they just had a baby. I said, they're, you know, they got lots of money. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, I'm still going Kelly Kuko. Like, I was talking about Kevin's daughter. Oh, she, oh, in the middle of it, she goes, I'll ask Jessica. I said, what is Jessica? The f I said, just Google. I said, just Google. And see if they broke up. She's like, I'll just ask Jess. I'm like, just fucking Google. <laughs> I, I, oh my god. Pe people will, will will send me a message and it's just like you know asking me a question. I'm like, you literally got on a computer to to send me a message. And yeah. I go that that's a that's Google Googleable. <laughs> you know, like like you know. So now I have to respond back to you, where you could have just asked the 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 machine. And it could have given you the answer right away. Right, right. And I wouldn't think less of you now for having, you know, taken up my time with that dumb question. But she's yeah. talking about your daughter. Yeah. And she yeah. thinks I'm talking about your daughter. And I'm saying Google it. She's going to, she says, ask Jess. I go, what is oh Jess smarter than Google? Yeah. Yes. Jessica no, too not. does not like to use a period or an Oxford comma. That so. is true. That is true. That, oh. that is true. It was I'm, a funny moment. Yeah, oh that God. is funny. Even Joe is sitting there watching us. And he's just like, like his I thought you because I thought you were still talking about Kelly Kuko too. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, uh, um, let, let's get right into it before we bring on our guest tonight. We want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners for making this happen each and every week. Uh, we can't do that without them. Um, so thank you to JC Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Jake Wyatt Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. is all over here making fun of me because I'm be 
bebopping and boobopping, and I love I love that theme song. I love that. That is the one that she picked out. All right, waiting patiently in the experience acid green room is none other than Laurel Tilly of AJ Fernandez Cigars. Hey, hey, Laurel, welcome back to the show. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're you're quite quite welcome. I, uh, I don't know how long it's been, but uh, it's been uh, too too long. Agreed. I actually think it's been like two years. God, has it been that long? I, yeah. I know. I know. As soon as I heard the news, I got on uh, LinkedIn and they sent you a message, and two months later, you got back to me. Um, so uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm like, oh, she's like super busy, or no, I'm not as, or I'm not as important as I thought it was. So no, I just don't check LinkedIn messages. Usually, they're spam. So I apologize. I, I, oh God, <laughs> I, I don't even know how many. I, I, I don't even know how many I get. A dozen a day. You know, like someone will send you a message or send you a, uh, hey, join my, and they're like a cigar smoker or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll join your connect. And then like instantly, you know, it's like, hey, let me tell you about them. I'm like, son of yep. a bitch. It's like yeah. when you accept a Facebook friend request and then three seconds later, your messenger dings. And yes. you're like, How are you? damn it. I made a poor choice. <laughs> I made I made a really <laughs> poor choice there. Yeah. And it's like, or just waving at you. And it's like, ah, what do I do? Yeah, you know, I not, turned, I don't have Facebook Messenger anymore. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're just say, <laughs> saying it that. Yeah. We won't say what other messengers you have because then people will be wanting, they'll be writing it down. Ah, oh, she still has, I'll get to her over here. So, uh, I mean, LinkedIn, not a bad way to go. But like I said, I don't think maybe more than twice have I ever gotten anything of like actual, you know, needing correspondence through my LinkedIn messenger. It's like, Oh, would you like to attend this university? Would you like to do this seminar? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I, I know. What gives you the impression that I'm interested in any of this? Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Have you read anything on my page? Like anything at all? Yeah. Like, what does, what did you find out about looking at this that thinks I'm interested in that? I should just change the little header where it's like, you know, you have to give a brief synopsis of your experience. Just be like, no, thank you. Yeah, that, just like a very broad <laughs> interested in nothing. Yeah, yes. interested in not your crap, you know. So cigars only. Yes, only reach out to me about cigars. Nothing it else. Won't stop it. No. it, it won't so. because a lot of it's stupid bots. They, they don't. They don't care. Yeah. Um, so, all right, we're gonna we're gonna start the show off with a game. It's Ooh. called uh, Three Questions with uh, Laurel Tilly. So we're gonna go through some questions and then we're gonna start the show. Okay. Um, so. Uh, they don't have to be detailed. They can be one-word answers, and then uh, we'll move on to the next one. Three things you miss about Wisconsin. Mm. The <laughs> There's a Chinese restaurant up there that I love. It's one of my favorite places in the world, Emperor of right. China. Shout out to them on Brady Street. Um, you know, our friends and family, and frozen custard. Frozen, yeah. See, see, we 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 have the uh, the Culvers down here. We just ate there the other night. Eh, yeah, Culvers <laughs> is fine. Culvers is fine for people who don't have frozen the custard. Culvers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Culvers like fifteen minutes from us as well, but it's the same way. There's this like there's pretty like a pretty shit pizza selection in Nashville, at least the area oh. that we're in. And there's this place that serves like glorified uh, roller rink pizza, 
And yeah. it had really good reviews the first time we ordered it. It had like a 4.7. I was like, okay, clearly whoever rated this 4.7 has never had good pizza. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was me that gave that a 4. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is so much better than that 7-Eleven pizza I had. 4.7. Yes. You know, so. You got to consider the source when someone does give a re review. You're like, you all don't know what good pizza is. It's like that in South Carolina. You don't know what good pizza is, so that's yeah. why you're, that's why you have good reviews. Exactly. That, you know, it, it's the same thing. So, so in, in, in my, I'm a mechanic by, by trade. I work for Tires Plus. We do full repairs. We also do tires. People will come in all the time. Hey, I, uh, can I order this tire? And I'll be like, that's garbage. Like, where, where, why would you want that? Well, I went to TireRack.com, and they, and they had like same thing, like five star reviews. Like, I would like to talk to a couple of these people and find out what kind of shit box they're driving or where they're at, you know, to, to figure why they gave a good year assurance, a five, a five star review. Sure. So, yeah. So you need more Yelp needs more like, it, it, you know, it's all relative, right? Maybe yeah. they're five stars in their minds. All of the tires I've had previous to that have all been terrible, but yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, I, I, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right. Three things you love about Nashville. Ooh, the weather. Um, the hot chicken, which I know sounds cliche, but there's a really great place by us that does hot chicken and beignets. Oh, it's mm. us. That seems like a weird combination, <laughs> hot no. chicken and beignets. Yeah, but you, I, I don't know. I've had in Kansas City before, like a hot chicken and a, a glazed donut before, or like chicken and waffles. So it's that sweet mm -hmm. and savory. So it's like yep. the big fluffy beignets with like a fuckload of powdered sugar all over. Um, and the, the cycling community, like we have a lot of good greenways and there's a lot of good, uh, you know, cycling groups and stuff down here. And I love that. So that's really, what, that's high in my book. That's it. What, what don't you like about Nashville so far? Mm, the humidity, like in, yeah, June or July, August, uh, pretty outrageous. And my hair doesn't, uh, my hair doesn't do all that well with that. Um, I don't like the airport because it's really touristy. So there's always long lines and it's just like, sometimes it's difficult to get an Uber and I don't like the lack of good Chinese food. <laughs> there's a theme here. Yeah. So, so have you, have you run into uh, wow. Tim Osniger or, um, uh, uh, John Huber or the guys from crown heads yet? They're right there. So I ran into Tim in T at TAA in the Dominican Republic, but I have not run into him here every time. So I, you know, I assume Miguel Chaudel. Um, so he'll post on Facebook and stuff like him and Tim are going to be around, but then I always happen to be out of town. So I have not caught them in Nashville, but I saw him in the Dominican. Okay. Now have you been over to Tim's uh, performing arts center yet? Um, I have not. I can't. Well, I've seen the pictures of it. I'd love to get over there and uh, and see uh, um, some of the production. Uh, ben has a question. Oh, I didn't have the comments pulled up. Do oh, you Princess Hundred Percent. Hattie Bees <laughs> or Princess Hot Chicken? So, um, yeah. I like Princess, and honestly, I like Party Fowl too. Hattie Bees is good, but I find them to be a smidge too greasy, and I'm just not willing to deal with the lines. Like their sides are really good, and I think their food overall is pretty good. But to me, I don't think it's worth the hour wait. Uh, on a good uh, day. <laughs> so, so it reminds me of a story. So, I, I was uh, chatting with uh, John Huber when I saw him up uh, in his office last up there in Nashville, and he's telling me the story about the uh, the La Coalition, the, the 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 cigar they did with Drew Estate, sure. and uh, and that's when Sam Morales was still in the company. They're they're sitting around the table, they're spitballing names, and then uh, Sam just look. You know, he goes, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, I got it." And he's like, "You guys ready? Hot chicken," and. <laughs> And, and Willie just like, 
shut up, Sam. You know, it's just, you know, like, yeah, it's kind of a regional thing. Like I didn't know until John told me this and it's been a couple of years. I didn't know what hot chicken was. So yeah, kind of hard to release a, uh, a cigar called hot chicken. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, Hattie B's has been featured on enough like food channels that people are becoming mm -hmm. more familiar with Nashville being a hot chicken hub. But people ask me all the time how the barbecue is here. I'm like, well, I mean, it's good, but it's not like known for barbecue, whereas Memphis is a little bit more known for right. barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we don't have Gus's here. I don't know if you've ever had Gus's hot chicken. I've never had hot chicken. Oh, what? No, never. Really? Care. Care. Are you uh, uh, South Carolina? That's not too far away. You a hot chicken uh, state? Um, I don't think so. What is hot chicken? I mean, it's just like spicy chicken, spicy yeah. fried chicken. That's all. all it's but yeah, some, all. some places do like a dry then spice yes. in the pub, and then some places <laughs> do a sauce. I prefer more of a dry spice. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We we went but, to, sorry, with the Rockies hot chicken is, is here. So we've eaten at Rockies. So, yes. I've, okay. Uh, I've, I've never seen it with a sauce. All the pictures I always see the hot chicken, it's always that dry rub. Yeah, it's always They're the dry the princes. rub. You said Prince's, Prince's is a good spot? I like Prince's, yeah. Oh, because they, they have a princess here in Greenville. Yeah. Oh. It's good. Th th there you I go, I wonder if it's Claire. the same. Yeah. Probably. When I, used to, when I lived in North Carolina, I would go to Nashville, Tennessee, and all kinds of stuff, and just... I, 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 I love, like, I was only there for a couple of hours when I, uh, before I met up with John. That's where I, I flew into uh, uh, Nashville, and uh, I went over to the, um, the old car factory. Have you been over there yet? Where the... Uh, um, that show American Pickers. They that's I went over there to see their storefront they have, and it's inside the old um, auto factory. And, uh, uh, no, I it's and it's just like a uh, like a farmers market and a bunch of a uh, cool, you know, places, vintagey places that sells oddball stuff. And uh, but all the old like machinery from the car factory is still there. Sure. So it's like oh, taking cool. a step back to the early 1900s. That's cool. So, yeah, definitely, definitely got to he uh, head over there. No, that's right. Um, I remember you telling about that place. Uh, I loved it. I, I want to get back just to see the rest of the factory. Um, I feel so, like there's so much stuff that I haven't gotten a chance to do yet, so I'll keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. So, uh, um, uh, do you and your husband have a new thing? Other than cycling, do you have a new thing? Like, you guys are like, this is what we do now. We're these people, you know? Um, I'm a little... I don't want to say embarrassed to admit, but we've become scooter people. So we both ride motorcycles and my husband has been making noise for years that he wants to get a scooter, like a Vespa. Oh yeah. And uh, I was like, well, well, you know, do we really need it? Like, do we really need more toys? And then we ended up picking up some last year just because sometimes you don't feel like doing the whole putting on the motorcycle boots and the, the gear. And it's just, it's different to be able to hop on a scooter and go. And so you, you know, that's you kind of been our thing. You can still fall off those. I you mean, can. You still, Actually, we had a friend like really wreck his shit on Sunday on a scooter, and I feel super bad for him. Um, but, yeah, so that's probably – we've <laughs> become like scooter people. And so, Sco I mean – Scooter in, trash. I yeah, love scooter it, trash. Yeah. And in the summer, we very rarely use the car. We only have one car now. We sold our last one when the car market was hot because we just didn't need it, and we primarily get around on scooters. That's awesome. <laughs> scooter gang. Yeah, scooter, scooter gang. Yeah, and mine's this, like, day-glow tangerine orange, and it's got, like, the stupid beaded cabbie seat because the vinyl's just so hot in the summer that, like, it cooks your ass. Now, now did you actually get Vespas, or did you get some, like, Chinese knockoffs? Uh, so they're buddies. Uh, so the, the company is genuine, and the scooter itself is called a buddy. They're, they're very um, – I think they're – Japanese 
Um, but they're like a high-end scooter. Oh. They're not like some cheap Chinese bullshit. Oh, yeah, I've got buddies that, that bought those and they can't find parts for them. I'm like, oh, hey, my brakes are worn out. And I'm like, yeah, no, they only sell those with new scooters. Like, you, yeah. can't, buy, you can't buy brakes. You yeah. have to buy a whole new scooter from China. Well, because yeah. when you're paying $1,000 out of the gate, you know, to, to part it out isn't even worth it. I bought a scooter. I bought like some, it was called a wildfire, some just Chinese whatever when I was in high school. And that's kind of what like started my foray into the two-wheeled world. But you know what? I spent $1,000 on that thing new and I rode that until the wheels literally fell off. I had zero <laughs> issues with it. So I think if you find a good one. Yeah. And it claimed to be a 50 cc, but that thing went up to like 65 miles per hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you gotta have like a Wednesday built scooter. You, know, you yes. gotta call the you gotta call the factory. I'm like, where do I send my bribe to? My tip. You know, I need a Wednesday scooter, like right, you know, yes. right first thing in the morning when everybody's happy. So, all right, next, yeah. uh, next, uh, three things. Three things you didn't know about AJ Fernandez, the person before you came to work. Cause I know you, I don't know if you worked with him before, but I know like he'd done stuff with general STG, but you know, coming to work for AJ Abdul, is it Abdul? Abdel? Abdel. Abdel. Um, Abdul. Yeah. Different nationality. Sorry. Um, three things you didn't know about him. Um, three things I didn't know. I did not know that he had a young son, Abdelito, who just turned two in January, right before we got down there and he was adorable and he has a pony. So I guess I could count that as maybe two. And he actually, um, Abdel actually breeds Arabians and he showed us the stables and like his beautiful horses and like the whole, the whole setup. And it was actually, it was pretty neat. So what? He, he breeds them down there. Uh, uh, like, uh, is it a separate farm? Is it like right in, like in the middle of the tobacco so, field? So it's actually like right up against uh, one of the, his tobacco fields and not very far from where kind of like his compound um, where we stayed and where his house is. And so I think he had like 30 when we were oh. there. Jeez. And yeah, it bumps, up right it bumps up right next to the tobacco fields. Um, and if we're not going to count the pony, um, I would say the other one is that like, he just, he literally does everything, which is crazy to me. Cause you think when there's that much to do, you know, he, like he would delegate more. He does not. <laughs> he, yeah. he is like in everything and like and, on and a day to day. And we're going to get into that later on. Cause I want to know a little bit more about that, but see, care, everybody listening, everybody wants to be in the cigar business. I'm in the cigar, but I make my own cigar care mm -hmm. has his own line of cigars. We all have day jobs. Cause you can't make money doing this. Even AJ Fernandez cannot make money <laughs> doing cigars. He has to have a side gig of selling horses. Well, I to, think that's just as a hobby. <laughs> Yeah, I probably. <laughs> side horse big I, Kev. I yep. am gonna say horses is his side hustle to actually make money. Damn, so, could you uh, imagine what how like how badass you have to be from the get go that Arabian horses is your side hustle? I I know. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. That, that that's your side hustle. So my side hustle right. would be like driving Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was driving Uber. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you do? I raise Arabian horses. I'm like, oh, that's cool too. That's cool too. Um, all right, three things you didn't know about AJ Fernandez, the company, prior to joining. Uh, three things. One, that we have already been around as an established company for 20 years. It seems crazy. It seems younger than that. Um, but, yeah, he's been around for 20 years. Uh, that <sighs> trying to think of good ones. Honestly, this one sound maybe this is a cop-out. I don't know. But I was surprised at how much 
I love the last calls. I hadn't smoked a last call in quite some time. It's probably been a couple of years. And I started smoking some of the Picanias because I'm like the world's slowest smoker and I can't spend two hours in every account. So I was like, okay, I'm going to smoke these little ass calls. And the Habano is freaking awesome. It's not even good for like a $5 cigar. It's just a really good cigar. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. I forgot how good these were. So as like a cigar that we make, I was very surprised by those. Is that, um, they, you still make that? That's a surprise to me. I haven't seen the last call and yeah. I, can't, I can't tell you last time I ever seen one in a store. Really? Someone smoking one. Yeah. yeah, we do. We do a Habano and a Maduro and they're all pretty small. Uh, There's like a yeah. kind of a traditional Robusto, but they're all, you know, like end of the night. Get the fuck out. You know, last yeah, little yeah, cigar of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought Jennifer a couple of them uh, the other day. Did you? That, that, okay. that was when I traveled. That was my morning smoke. If I was in a hurry, that was my morning smoke with a, with a coffee. OK, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's been years since I, I've had one. So I'll definitely have to keep my keep my eye out for that one. So uh, and then one more. You said, if, you said you said the good ones. What's a bad one? No, uh, don't no, tell, no, 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 no. Yeah. a good example. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. See, I feel like I fucked up on the national one because I would have said music, but you know, you put me on the spot and I was nervous. Actually, so I'm trying to learn Spanish, and I don't know if you know Frankie. He so he's kind of like the director, the U.S. director, and he called me on Friday. And he's like, "Oh, AJ wants to say hi to you," and I got all nervous, and at like four in the afternoon, said good morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, 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 even though like I know Buenos Dias is good morning. But yeah, how how is AJ's because I've never I said well it's been a long time since I've heard him in a video or in an interview. Um, um, is his English good? Uh yeah, it is pretty good. You know, um, he, you know, conversational English like he's he's very good at. So um, he's just he's just not really an events guy. You know, he likes being in Nicaragua, being around the tobacco, doing the blending. So um, you know, he speaks perfectly conversational. Oh. English. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he just doesn't talk to anybody though. But yeah, it's uh, um, but yeah, I think the last time we, uh, we had anybody from AJ on the show it was Omar, uh, Omar Fernandez. We had okay. him a couple years ago. Okay. And, uh, uh, and and he told me, I, I, which which I think I he asked me how old I thought AJ was. I'm like, what's he got to be like fifty? He's like, no. bro, bro, he's like thirty five. You know? And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? You know, just it's just that that silver white hair, I guess, that he has. So no, he is really young, and you know, and I think part of it too is when you see him in pictures, he's always wearing the hat in the field, yeah. so it's hard to tell. Yeah. And then you see him in person, you're like, oh, you're like you're young. <laughs> yeah, he's always got the leaf in his hand, the mm-hmm. hat. You know, mm-hmm. it's always that beautiful backdrop, and it's like, what's yeah. going on? So yeah. Well, I guess to you know to not belabor this point, I guess my third would be um, just how big the operation that he personally has out in Nicaragua. You know, he just finished the San Latino factory. Um, we got to see the Dorado fields, which are relatively new. I think you said you were smoking the Dorado. Yeah. That that fields, those fields are only a couple of years old. So just the the sheer scale of the operation um, of AJ Fernandez Tobacco was oh, crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been invited down to there a couple times, Jessica and I, to, to see the operation because I've seen it from pictures. Yeah. And obviously, it doesn't do you justice when you, like, literally as far as the eye can see. You yes. know, it's just tobacco everywhere. It, it is. It is. And it's, it's just so beautiful. And there was an article, <laughs> there was an article in Cigarfish and Auto a few years ago that talked about um, AJ literally moving mountains to build out fields. Um, and that is true. So uh, they were actually excavating mountains to make more room for the fields because that's where you know the prime growing area is so crazy wow yeah. that, that that is nuts care do you have any uh three things that you'd like to ask laurel no those are all good uh good three thing questions 
All right. Well, let's let's move on to our first official question of the show. Um, some people might be wondering because I introduced you as a, a Laurel Tilly from AJ Fernandez Cigar. You know, Laurel. You know, Laurel is known has been the face of Macanudo for a decade now. Um, Not quite what, a decade, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. it seems like I, I. It just it's it literally seems like for like like Sean Williams has been the face of Cohiba for three hundred years. Um, that's yeah. just that's just the way it is. He was you know he invented Cohiba. But I think that's a testament <laughs> to how good of a job he does. You know, it's like yeah. you don't think about Cohiba without Sean Williams. Like he's just synonymous with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and same with you. You don't think about you know, or you didn't think about Macanudo without thinking uh, uh, of you. So. Um, why um um why why the change now i know like i said aj kind of you know worked with general stg did he poach you like like that like you know that's what you know because a few people are like you know that's kind of a dick move you know to go in there and kind of snag their their girl but yeah yeah no uh <laughs> you obviously had to you know tread lightly because we did have a relationship you know general stg and aj still has a relationship um i didn't personally ever really work with aj that much um justin andrews was kind of like the liaison between aj and then like he was working with like diesel and punch um but it just it just came kind of the opportunity sort of presented itself at a time when i was ready to make a change you know i was really you know i was happy with macanudo and what what opportunity i had had there for the last, you know, six years. Um, but with most positions, there's a ceiling. And, you know, I just felt like I needed to be able to do a little bit more. And it's hard because like, you know, I I love the brand and I love the people I work with. And there's just, like a certain level of comfortability in a place that you've been for, you know, like yeah. I said, six years, but it's just, it was time to make a change. And, uh, you know, AJ, it felt, it felt like the right move. I like the product. Um, and it's just, like I said, everything without going into the details, everything oh, just yeah. really worked out, um, you know, for, for the timing. And I, I was, I was really happy with it. It's just, it's, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. So, so why, why, uh, Nashville though? Why, why, um, um, uh, did you stop there or why did you choose Nashville versus, you know, coming to Miami or. Well, so Nashville else? was like a year and a half ago we moved here. Um, oh so, really? Yeah. Okay. So I did not move here for AJ. I didn't move oh. here for I didn't move here for General either. I just moved here for fun. <laughs> she, to start her scooter gang. God, God, God. Yeah. Scooter gang. Excuse me, the lack of scooter gang. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she she picked up. You know, just you know, where is there a lack of scooters? Yes. In Nashville. We're gonna create a, a thing. Yeah, there really is a lack of scooters down here. There's a much bigger scooter community in Milwaukee. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. So, all right. So, yeah, I didn't know that, that you had moved uh, down there. Uh, so, I mean, when you, when you and your husband were looking to move, was were you looking at different places and then you chose Nashville? Uh, yeah. So, we had a short list of a few places and uh, Nashville, Charlotte, um, like Phoenix, Tempe, Scottsdale area. Um, I kind of liked the Santa Fe area, but Santa Fe is like out in the freaking boonies, you know, for yeah. what I would have to do for traveling. Um, ultimately we settled here in just proximity kind of to the rest of the country. It's pretty central. Um, the airport is big enough that I can get anywhere, but not super busy that, you know, it's like Atlanta, Charlotte, whatever, Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just between the weather and kind of the music scene and the food and apparently like 25% of the rest of the country is freaking moving here. So yeah. it's getting really expensive. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. but no, it's been really good. Honestly, our, our original intent was to move down here for 
maybe four or five years and then kind of just move on to somewhere else. But unfortunately, we like it too much. So I think we're going to stay here for a while. And it is centrally located. That's why like UPS has like their airport, you know. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah and know, like, in, uh, in, the, in that in that region. FedEx is out of Memphis. Oh, are they? Uh, okay. Yeah. The FedEx hub is Memphis. I think that's actually where FedEx originated too. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it is pretty central. Like Milwaukee wasn't not central, but a little farther north. So this just, it makes sense. And yeah, kind of, like I said, it checked a lot of the boxes and, you know, we've been, we've been happy thus far. So, so what, yes. what, what came first? You're um, um, like, so, so did you hear like AJ was looking for somebody and then you decided to, to make that leap or were you just not, I don't, I don't want to say not happy. It's not the right term, you know, cause, cause you had a, a great gig, but you know, you were looking to move on. Did you look at multiple companies and then, you know, you decided with AJ? Cause I mean, you're, you're the face of my, you could have went anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere would, would have been great to have you. I was just like, why? Well, I appreciate AJ? that. So, so um, why, why AJ? So, you know, like I said, over the years, obviously I was happy there, but you know, there's a couple of places that had, has a couple of places had reached out. I was like, Oh, well, you know, I appreciate the, you know, the thinking of me, whatever. And it just, it didn't really seem like the right fit. And um, yeah, this just uh, kind of, somebody had reached out to me like a friend of a friend and let me know that, um, they were, uh, they were interested in talking to me. So if I were on board and then, yeah, we ended up here. So. Perfect. Um, have you, have you been down uh, or do, are you not, I see you've been, you obviously been down, but, um, um, uh, had, uh, is your role, we'll get into first, like what your role is and then we'll, we'll figure out, you know, sure where you go. So what, what exactly is your role on the, uh, in the company? So my role is a brand development manager. It's not entirely dissimilar to what I was doing as far as like going out and doing events and, you know, being on the road with reps and seeing people. Um, but right now, we just don't really have any programs internally. Like we don't have an, a cohesive event platform. You know, there are things um, just like programs internally that uh, we haven't had set up up until now. So kind of working a little bit more on the back end of that. And then also on the other hand, going out and executing and doing the events and working with the reps as well. So it's kind of like a hybrid of what I was doing with more of like the back end responsibility. And, you know, and to be honest, that's kind of, um, you know, what I was hoping for a little bit too is just more of a chance to make you know make an impression so um yeah it's it's been good so far yeah you'll see um because because care do you uh, i don't we don't get aj events or near us do you ever you know because that's yeah. something that you see do you yeah, see we AJ? AJ? yeah we got aj but i, I don't see aj for that we have aj events. oh yeah, yeah. no yeah we, we don't see too many uh um or i, I can't remember the last time we had an aj uh event uh near us no, that's what you yeah, know we'd want, we want a boat of pipes says daryl iverson my, my buddy daryl's the biggest aj fan on the planet that's why um, we love daryl yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> he is. It's uh, he definitely is. But yeah, I was at Boda Pipes. I think it was several months ago. All right. So, so do you do you, do you have mainly? Is it all in-house reps? Do you use a combination of reps and brokers? So we have all in-house reps right now, and that is new. So um, for a long time, it used to be a combination of brokers and in-house, and they slowly went the way of having in-house. So right now we have nine reps. Um, you know, and as we continue to grow, it'd be great to have, you know, more coverage throughout. But um, yeah, so kind of right now, the company is at sort of this like 
this pivotal point where we want to grow and have more of those cohesive structures. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't happen overnight, but that's kind of, that's kind of the main, the main projects we've been working on right now is just sort of getting everything, all these programs in place. Who's, who's my rep here in Sarasota, Florida. You know who that is? In Sarasota, you (laughs) would have, um, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. I'll I'll keep my eye out for Kyle. And, uh, um, so what about, what about the rest of, the AJ team, because AJ Fernandez is a huge company. And like I said, and I, I didn't know if they used reps. I didn't know if they used brokers. Like you don't hear, you know, like a lot of these companies you'll see like members of the team. Like how big is, I mean, do you have a marketing team? Do you have, you know, uh, you know, this team, you have sales. How big is like the company? I mean, not very. Like I said, we have, we have nine reps on the road um, myself and I'm kind of just like, you know, wearing a couple hats right now. Um, we have Frankie, who is our director, and um, we have a co- you know we have like the people in the office and in the warehouse. And then over in Nicaragua, we have AJ himself, Freddie, who's kind of um, you know the, his the operations manager over there and kind of oversees everything between like the U.S. and Nicaragua. Um, and uh, Starkey, who is doing some graphic design and some marketing. So it's, I mean, it's pretty, pretty limited right now, but you know, it's between all of us, we can get it done. (laughs) That just, that, that's a care. I mean, that, that, that doesn't seem like that many people for such a large company, does it? Yeah. It's it's a big operation. It's well-oiled machine. It's definitely a well-oiled machine because I I figured you'd have at least like a huge, like a social media team. Cause you guys do good, you know, posting photos, social media. And, um, like yeah, that's all I, Starkey. So yeah, no, we don't, I mean, it's not, it's not a, it's not a super extensive team. No. God, he must be. Kevin think, Kevin, think about how much you could do in social media. If it was just you all day long with one company. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Kevin. yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, but like I said, it seems like he's got nine other jobs. Everybody's got nine jobs. You know, at, uh, at at AJ, everybody does just a little bit uh, of everything. Well, and that's what's nice, too, is like when I came on board, they're like, look, you know, you might be hired on to kind of, you know, do these things. But like, don't let that stop you. If you want to be involved in something else, be involved in it. If you want to submit an idea for something, tell us your idea. So it's it's kind of cool that it's a little bit more like intimate because you don't it's not like there's a boundary like where, Oh, like, well, this isn't my department. I can't, I can't have input. Like, you know, the answer might be no, or like, that's a terrible idea, but you know, you're, you're not like barred from doing so. You can kind of like just float around and everybody's ideas are, you know, listened to because it's just, it is smaller. So um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like when we hire the new kids in the shop, then we have them doing, doing something else. Hey, that's not what I got hired to do. Yeah. We didn't tell you that you're uh, you know, when, when we hired you, <laughs> but guess what? Your job is everything. Surprise. You know, we, we, yes. We, we, we all do everything. What is it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Yep. Yes, but I don't like I don't like that phrase. I I prefer to say the whole thing that uh, jack whole of all phrase, Kev. a jack of all trades, a master of none, still better than a master of one. True. True. So, yes. Yeah, master of none is not a good indication because it's like I mean you can still be a, like a pretty decent master of multiple things. Yeah, that, that that's it. So um, now you've been with AJ for how long? How long have you actually been with the company? It's only been a few months. Yeah, not very. I started in early January, January third, 
Yeah, I think the third. Okay, so so we hear like through like the cigar world, like on our side, that a- AJ is very demanding. Uh, it's which is you know it's evident in his cigars. You know, like, like he is just demanding when it comes to quality control, and he can be difficult. You know, sometimes uh, have you uh, experienced uh, any of that AJ's passion when it, you know? <laughs> honestly no, and it's it's funny because a couple people have brought that up to me, but I mean he really every interaction I've had with him has always been you know very pleasant and very kind. You know, in fact, he called me on Friday to you know thank me for you know doing a good job and my passion for the product, which like it just it, like it tickled me. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, that was very sweet. Thank you. Um, and you know, and I think it's hard because everyone has a different relationship with people, right? You know, there's been people throughout the scar industry over the years and like, Oh, this person is really difficult to work for. I'm like, well, you know, you have a different relationship with them. Right. Um, I think he just, you know, he really, he knows what direction he wants the company to go and he's very passionate about the products and knows he has a good product to put out there and wants it done a certain way. But yeah, I've, I've never had any personal experience where I found him to be, you know, difficult or anything. He's been, he's always been very kind and, you know, our interactions and just even the way like everyone else at the company has functioned here in my time here, I have not seen that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen it either. I've only heard, you know, and like I said, and, and it's always, it's always about his passion. It's yeah. always about, you know, his, he's, it's never compromising. It just, that's, no, usually, it's not. <laughs> it, that's usually where I, I get the, the difficultness, you know, from AJ it's when people want to compromise on something and then he won't do that. Well, yeah. and that's exactly it too. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, it's his company and his products. And I think to a point, you know, part of, part of my role here, not to get like too far down this rabbit hole is helping differentiate between AJ Fernandez portfolio and the AJ Fernandez collaborations that he has done. And when we're doing, looking at like portfolio products, those are cigars that he has blended for himself, for his company to put out to market, you know, 100% his brainchild. Um, whereas like working with collaborations and stuff, you know, there's still confines within, you know, that you have to work. Um, so I think, like you said, it boils down to passion, but yeah, he's been, he's been nothing but super nice. So I, yeah, <laughs> been very happy so far. Yeah, and, and it must be not, it, it must be nice. Like you said, he called you up, you know, versus a big company, you know, uh, the, you know, like general STG or whoever it is, you know, even you know, Drew Estate, big, big, big companies now, you know, that you can call like the owner and be like, Hey, I got an idea. Like it. STG, like you could, I don't even know who the, is there an owner? It's a group. I don't even know who you would call. You know, you, you probably had this chain of command that was many dozens ahead of you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, STG, I mean, they're a big company, right? You know, so there is a big sales team, a big marketing team, and it's not, so general was like the U S premium division. And then there's other divisions like CI and stuff and whatever. Um, But you know, to STG credit, they were always good about listening to to ideas and I was part of like the blend summit so we would go down and like smoke new blends for not only like Macanudo but Cohiba and CAO and Punch and Diesel and whatnot so um we were still always together and you know it's not like you got just like totally lost in the shuffle but just you know going from a company like that to a company like AJ you know they're just they're different they're just two very different companies in every way. So, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of learning the different ways of working. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, he, he 
rang me up. <laughs> I, I know that that's that, that that's awesome. I I, I love that. Yeah. Now now yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry, not my not my earphone out. I had a question. I had a yeah. question, Kev. Sorry, I was sloppy over here. Um, when you're talking about the differentiating between the AJ brands and the collaborations, and you said that there are some restrictions, limitations with with the um, with the uh, the collaborations. Is that more restrictions with other folks have to okay it, or is it restrictions with the tobacco, or is it a little bit of both? Um, you know, it could be either or, it could be both. It just depends on you know it's submitting a, a you know kind of an idea for a blend so it's like okay well it's using this tobacco but we're doing the blend you want or it's oh this is the blend i want but you know maybe it's not necessarily what they're looking for now i can't really speak to that as much because that's not my that's not my department um but you know when you're working with other companies there's obviously still kind of guidelines like you have to you have to be in so they're saying oh well we're we're looking for this we want that whereas you know the portfolio stuff is oh aj blended this and he really likes it and he wants to bring it to market so it's just a hundred percent all what he wants to do right as as it should be you know it's it's his company now i'm gonna go back to because it just just remind me of a question. Because I know you probably still have your, you know, in the general STG, you know, you have your pulse. People probably tell you things. Is it true that uh, this is the rumors going around today that STG is buying Davidoff? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I still I still talk to a lot of people over there. Because right, you just you you don't totally throw away the relationships right for the last six years. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have not uh, heard. Yes, heard. you heard it here first. Laurel Tilly <laughs> confirms she did. I, that's what I'm gonna put out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna okay, take perfect. that. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take that clip that. tomorrow, and then you know, like, do, do you hurt? And you're gonna just be like, yeah. I'm like, all right, it is confirmed here on the uh, yeah. So, <laughs> well, I thought I left on a good note, and now I just ruined yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, yeah, because you'll gonna show up on the editing floor. That's it, because yeah. you'll because you'll still be work. Obviously, you'll still work in, you know part of your role, you'll be working with the old company correctly. I mean, cause that's part of your, your job. Um, yeah. Me, not so much. No. Um, the, the blending that AJ is doing for STG, like I said, you, Justin Andrews handles a lot of that. Um, even when I was over there, I wasn't personally doing any work with them. So, I mean, maybe down the line, but right now kind of where I am in, at AJ, I wouldn't really be working with STG. Um, but I did not hear those rumors. I mean, if they are, congratulations, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think they're just I think they're just rumors, but uh, I don't I know. I heard they bought I heard they bought Alec Bradley, so I can confirm oh, that. God, God, they're, they're so rich now, so rich. It's just it's sick. Um, you know. Ash is an alcohol. What's that? Uh what do you think the best collab project is or was? And then um yeah. Hmm. Now, now, did you? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna back up for a second before okay. before you answer that, or not back up. Did you have any idea how big, or how many collaborations that AJ did? Like no. it still it still blows it still blows my fucking mind. You know, yeah. And it's funny that you say that because not last week I was talking to my boss and I was like, hey, do you have a like a list of everything that we've done just like for my own frame of reference? You know, because I'm still kind of just learning everything. Um, but yeah, it was pretty extensive and, you know, and I know this year we're, we're still doing collaborations obviously, but, you know, trying to focus, um, some more time and energy into the portfolio as well. But yeah, it's, uh, there, there's a lot out there, but honestly, like from the SCG standpoint, I was really happy with what he had done with like the Excalibur, like the dark Sumatra, um, yeah. the old Excalibur blends were always something that really spoke to me. I just, 
I hated that people overlooked them because it was like, you know, not a new cigar and everybody always wants what's new. So I thought that the blend that had been around for a long time done by AJ with his tobacco and his fermentation process just was like crazy, crazy, breathe, breathe whole new life into it. And it was an amazing blend. So that's personally probably one of my favorites that he had done. Probably not popular opinion. <laughs> um, I know that like the H Upman and the Monte Cristo were also really good. The H Upman one was great. Um, at that that H Upman one, I, I just smoked another. I mean, I've probably smoked five or six of those in the last month. Yeah, and that that that's my favorite. You know, one of my favorite. I don't yeah. say my favorite. Co- Monte collab. Cristo. Yeah. The, the with the white band, the Monte Cristo. Yeah, yeah, the Monte Cristo with the white band. Mm-hmm. Yes, that cigar is re- just one of the best cigars I've ever smoked. Yeah. Well, and you know, he has a very distinct, you know, blending and fermentation style. So regardless if it's like the collaboration or something like in portfolio, you always know it's blended by AJ. And I think that's what the cool thing is. And people want to say like, oh, you do a lot of, a lot of collaborations or whatever. Fine. But that also helps get his name out into the market and, you know, sort of builds him up as this really, you know, reputable guy in the tobacco industry, helping kind of bring people back to portfolio as well. But yeah, that's, you always know, like the, the signature AJ stamp when you're smoking one yeah. of his cigars. What blew you, my you, mind you was when I was in St. Augustine, I found the uh, Caldwell line by AJ. For mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And I, 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 could, I could never s- had seen one of those cigars around this area or anywhere else. Yeah. And he had done, I know in the beginning of the show for uh, the sponsors, there was the Karen Berger. He had done one of her anniversary cigars. That mm-hmm. was really, really good. That, oh, that really good. So good. What, what, one of my, one of my tops is, uh, is the one he did with the uh, Karen Berger. And then uh, I think the best one to date is um, the Viva La, 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 Viva La Vida from mm, Billy and Gus McKee. Sure. Sure. That's a good oh cigar. my god! And, and they're just and they're just uh, getting ready to launch, or they just launched the El Pupo. Have you tried that one yet? Um, I haven't tried this year. I had the El Pupo from last year, but we're yeah. not handling those anymore. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, not. Yeah, you're still, you're still making them. You're just not doing the distribution, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just talking to Billy the uh, um, the other night. You know, talking about the he was letting me know about the distribution deal and, and, and yeah. all that. And, I wasn't know. super familiar with Viva La Vida um, until I had kind of come on board here, and then I started smoking some of them. I was like, oh, these are not mm-hmm. a bad cigar. Yeah, yeah not it, a bad it, cigar at all. It, it just it just a couple of guys that you know. I mean, that that cigar when it came out, it just blew up. Yeah, you know, and and they never they they were pressured, you know, to to hey, when your next one's coming out? When's your next one come out? They're like, it's going to come out when we perfected the blend, you know, yeah. it, you know, I think that was the first cigar, um, the Viva La Vida that AJ ever put his name on the box or the band. It was something like that. Okay. You know, he, he had never done uh, any of his collaborations actually put his name on like the box. Sure. You know, so a great, great cigar. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that one. And, and those guys uh, over there. But, uh, but yeah, I, I can only imagine, uh, I, I, I would love to see that list. I can't even imagine because I still come across a cigar every now and then, and and then I'll, I'll look like who is this, and I'm like, oh my god, fucking AJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I, I like to be, you know, like know everything that I can going into it, right? And you know, I'll hear someone talking about it, I'm like, oh, that's right. There's another. That's one too, or like, oh, that's one too. And then, you know, somebody asks a question like, what's your favorite one? I'm like, oh no, I don't know. There's there's a couple options, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's good, but. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know he did the uh, that Henry Clay Warhawk the limited edition. Wait a minute, that was AJ. Yeah, that's at least that's what I was told at the cigar shop. Oh man, that, that was, was a great, Yeah, I, I got it. Uh, the uh, rebellious limited yeah. edition. 
So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if uh, he did that as well. I, I did, I, you know, like I said, just one of those. Every time I, I'll hear of a, I'll hear of a name, and it's like AJ did it. Now, now you're talking about like, yep, how how it is. Yep, they, yep, they, it was done at the uh, Tabacalera Fernandez factory. I I, I lo love that cigar. That's but now right, that, that cigar is fantastic. It is, but and then now you're talking about like like how small the team really is. It's like how how is like. Is there like people showing up every day? Like, how does he? I don't understand how he does this. Like, without this giant team, you know. When we were down there for the sales meeting in January, just looking at the sheer scale of the operation was anxiety-inducing. I'm like, how do you do this on a daily basis? Like, how do you, as a one yeah. man, I mean, like, obviously he's got people down there too, um, but like, you know, go over this whole thing. But yeah, I mean, Frankie does a really good job and. You know, our sales guys have been out there, you know, hustling. You know, we've got we've had some guys who have been with us for 10 years and some people who have been with us for two or three years. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's managed to yeah, it, operate it, it, really pretty successfully up until I, this point. So hopefully yeah. we just kind of can keep that trade rolling. Right. Uh, that, that's <laughs> it. I, I just want to like, like, could I just show up at the farm and like, you know, hey, Jay, I want a cigar. I can be like, all right, let's just do, you know, I, I don't, you know, because I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that. probably, probably, probably not. Probably not me. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It's, it's definitely not me. But yeah, it, it just it's insane. It's it's insane to think about his portfolio and just mm -hmm. think about how like small like the the company really is. Yeah. Compared, I mean, yeah, I mean, you talk about. I mean, there there's some we, we get some of these boutique guys on. You know, they, they talk about you know their company 20, 25 people deep, and it's just like, and you're a tiny company making like two or three cigars, and AJ, I mean making a hundred different blends. Yeah. And you know, and everything that's done as a collaboration, you know, that's not handled by us. We just simply make it. And then, you know, their marketing teams and everything else yeah. are handling it. But I mean, we make, we have seven different lines with 17 different blends total. So it's really not like that much, you know, but it's still, I mean, I guess at that point, it doesn't matter if you have seven different lines or, you know, 20 different lines, you still have to have, you know, people working on it. So, <laughs> oh yeah. And then, and then a lot of people don't know a AJ grows the, the, is it, is it the majority or all of his, I mean, he's, has he gotten so big where he's buying tobacco now, or is it still everything coming from his? Oh, he his grows farm? everything. He grows everything. Yeah. And I mean, everything is vertically integrated. Um, the only thing he doesn't do, like he doesn't do, um, is boxes, but his, I think it's his brother who owns the box factory. But when we were down there, it was like, he had just opened a new warehouse, um, to house back orders, um, at the new San Latano farm. He's like, so this is all empty. This is going to be all extra product, you know, so we can eliminate back orders and everything. I was like, Oh, you know, given everything else I was like, would you consider having a box factory? And he told me, no, I don't have a passion for boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I, but I, 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 I know a guy. I, I know, know a guy. I know exactly. a Fernandez. I know a Fernandez. Exactly. You know that, that that does that. So how many? You say he just opened up the new San Latano. Is that the San Latano warehouse or San Latano factory? Is that a factory? Um. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a factory and warehouse. Um. And I don't know exactly where in Nicaragua it was. Um. Like spatially, I did not understand where I was when we were down there. Like we went, we flew into Managua, went up to Esteli, and then to the San Latano factory. Drove like an hour and a half, two hours from Esteli. So, um, I don't remember where it was in relation to kind of like the main area in Esteli we were staying, but yeah, it's, it's relatively new and it's so beautiful. Every, every single building we went to was like, oh my God, like even just like the landscaping and the tropical plants and the, you know, the, 
just the whole the whole atmosphere is top notch. <laughs> so 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 how many factories does he have? Does he have now? Um, I think just the two. So there's the main one in SLE and then the other one up at San Lotano. So okay. two, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm like 99% sure. That That's, you know, for, and like I said, I'm just trying to wrap my head, two factories, all of these blends. So uh, absolutely, absolutely mind, mind boggling. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, he's, that, he's always working for sure. So, so talking about the, uh, um, uh, the AJ's core blends. Now, um, how are you pronouncing some of these? The, uh, is it the Bea Artes? I was I, laughing at the beginning of the show when you guys were talking about it because yeah. people were like, "You need to stop naming these in Spanish." I, I, I have been not not just for AJ. I've been saying that for years. You know, some of them. You know, uh, and and that one and and that and that's the only one is the band that I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. It's, oh, wait, the Bayas. The, the, yeah, the band because it's hard because if you're looking at it, like it's unless you see the box, sure, it's, it's, you can't see it. Okay, you, see, you, I it, love it, the band, but I understand like legibility wise. Leg, legibility, it's really okay. hard, really okay. hard to see to see that name that, sure. that's on there. So it's Bayas, it's Bayas Artes, and it's the namesake of the National Mu uh, Cuban Museum of Art. Mm -hmm. So we do a Habano and a Maduro, and it's kind of you know like bringing art to life. They're both super complex blends. The Maduro uses like seven different. Uh, countries of origin, a Brazilian Matafina rapper. Um, so yeah, it's uh, the Bayas Artes, which is the Cuban Museum of Art. So now you know. <laughs> and the, I think the other one you were having trouble with was what Ramon Alones. Alones, yeah, because I've heard people like because I've always said Alones, and then lately, like uh, last month, I've heard that pronounced so many. I'm like, have I been saying it wrong? Yeah, well, I think double L in Spanish is pronounced like a Y, so I think it's probably technically like Ramoniones. That's um, yeah. See, you yeah. said it better yeah. than I did. So yeah. yes. So maybe they were trying to you know Spanish it up, like like you know don't church it up, dirt. You know, like, like that. yeah. All right, I'm going to interrupt because there's going to be two questions that are just going to take you away from your notes. Kevin. Okay, that that's fine. Okay, yeah. So we have to ask because Manny asks all our guests if you've ever watched Oak Island or Skinwalker Ranch. Oh my god. <laughs> so. I have watched one episode of Skinwalker Ranch because I, it was recommended by a friend and I was, no offense to people who like it, not a fan. Okay. And I have never seen the Oak Island one, but I have a couple friends who very religiously watch it. So oh, I, okay. I myself do not indulge. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we are not. We are not watchers of Oak Island, but uh, we are addicted to Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. You know, and I, I've heard it's good. I just really haven't given it a try. I watched no, one episode, and my husband was like, "No." So we haven't watched it. If you watch one episode of Oak Island, you got the whole premise of the whole series. Yeah, same I heard it's pretty repetitive. Yep. It, it, yeah, yeah. Pr pretty, pretty re yeah. Same with Skinwalker Ranch. They're always yeah. looking for something. I'll, so. I'll tell you, this new season, though, is actually pretty exciting. Like, it, last season was, uh, but this this season, it looks like at least you're getting some, they're doing some cool, like, experiments and stuff. Yeah. Like, to, get data so, so that makes it kind of yeah and from a sciencey yeah. perspective so, so what, yeah what is, from like a technical standpoint yeah. fine yeah yeah, yeah. So, so what what is what are you and your husband what are you guys uh, uh binging on the regular um so we watch a lot of food shows we recently discovered one that isn't that old but there's like six seasons and a new one is coming so yay uh called somebody feed phil 
So he was the producer of Everybody Loves Raymond. And he just got this like really quirky personality and he travels around the world and, you know, kind of like Anthony Bourdaini where he goes to like different places and eats food. But his personality is just so great. And every time he eats something good, he does this like little dance. And we were out to dinner the other day and I was eating something. And I was like doing a little fill dance. I'm like, OK, this is clearly rubbing off on me. That's awesome. now, now, do you or, or care? Does Jen does this as well? Because I catch Jessica doing this when, when she's like really oh, she gets hangry. And then when, 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 when she when she finally eats. Like she hums, like and and I'll see her, and then she'll she'll be like she'll like bouncing mm. and hum. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, there's no humming in my house. Yeah, no, no, no well, humming. There's no humming in my I, house. I, I, apparently, I do it a lot. And he actually pointed it out to me the other day, and I like kind of caught myself when he said it, and I was like, I do do that. Yeah. But, like I don't know that I'm doing it, and I was like, this is so bizarre. <laughs> now that That's I'm funny. aware that I'm aware that I'm doing it, it's yeah, it's so crazy. And then um. Uh, Ben had a question. Oh, what was uh, uh, what's your favorite lounge in Nashville? Oh, yeah, like favorite cigar lounge. Mm -hmm. Ooh, see, lots of different ones for lots of different vibes, and I don't want to offend anybody, but um, I really like hanging out at uh, Smoker's Abbey East. Um, you know. Josh and Nate, cool guys. They've got two locations. And the one in East is just, it's around like a lot of restaurants I like and I can cycle there. So um, that's a fun one. If I want to go and like be fancy mm -hmm. and have good cocktails, um, there's one uh, cigar. It's called Bar Special. And uh, that's, it's, it's pretty cool. So there's a lot of good ones. I mean, um, there's a couple local ones around me here too. And I know there's like a Casa, which is really nice here. And the Davidoff Lounge is really nice here. But uh, it's it's a really good cigar scene. The the cigar scene down here is much more robust, no pun intended, um, than the Milwaukee yeah. than the Milwaukee cigar scene. <laughs> the, <laughs> so. the Milwaukee. So, so and, we, and we want to welcome to the show uh, Boston yeah. Jimmy. Um, uh, we'll have Boston Jimmy on the show in a couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about his trip uh, to uh, Japan, climbing Mount Fuji. Awesome. You know, for for autism awareness you know um so definitely uh, check out in the video description uh um, for a link to that uh jimmy was just on kma talk radio this past weekend so definitely check out that interview i didn't get a chance to catch all of it yet so um uh, we'll have jimmy on so definitely donate if you can um what, what about uh climbing are you are you uh, um uh, i don't have a lot of mountains in nashville i guess no so, but yeah. you still we people go hiking yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hiking and are, are, are you out, outdoorsy kind of like biking yeah i am i'm outdoorsy nashville's kind of in a bowl though so if you go east or west there's more it's more mountainous um if you go like even to chattanooga which is about two hours yeah. like southeast uh it's really really nice but yeah, not so much climbing out here, but some hiking. There's a lot of good waterfalls, a lot of good waterfall hikes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's what we did. In, uh, I, I took Kevin and we found uh, if you ever go like to Waynesville, like Maggie Valley, mm -hmm. you have to go like uh, Soco Road up to um, Cherokee. You have the Soco Falls. That's oh, yeah. A lot of great. Like amazing waterfall. A lot of great hiking. And then Hendersonville nice. has the natural rock slides yes. from the waterfall. It's so much fun. Yeah, and Hendersonville is, I mean, it's not that far from where we are. No. We're right on Old Hickory Lake, and Hendersonville is literally just across the lake. But the the way that the reservoirs are here and the way that the, the, the roads are set up, like, as the crow flies, we could be three miles from something. But it's, like, 27 miles to get to a bridge that will cross this water. <laughs> You're like, yeah. y'all need more bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kara, has your, has, your, has your Stogie Road journeys taken you into Nashville uh, a time or two? Yeah, once. 
It's been a just, while. Just the once. Yeah, just once. Yeah, because how far is Nashville from you, Care? Five and a half hours. Okay, so not not too far. Now, now Jimmy no. um, had put up. Uh, Jessica, can you put that up there? The red phone red booth. Phone I keep, is cool. I keep yeah. hearing about that. It's, yes. There's one here. There's one in Atlanta, and I think there's a third location, but I don't remember where. Oh, I, I didn't know. Uh, I'd always heard about the one in Nashville. I didn't know they there's had one in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Is there? Yeah. But you need to have you need to have a membership and have a code and the the number to get in changes every like couple months or something. So I'm always texting people. I'm like, what's the number to get into the red phone booth? So it, to me, sometimes it's just more effort than, you know, I'm willing to put in to try to get in. Ben, ben said that you should check out, uh, what is it? Ob- Ob- Obed? Obed is about an hour from Nashville. Great. Okay. I, 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 I will. Climbing. Now, now have you, uh, what about zip lining? Do you do zip lining? I have not done zip lining in probably... I don't know, 15 years. I am not opposed to zip lining, but it's just not something so, that I think about doing. Are you going to tell her what we Yeah, did? so uh, <laughs> uh, we went to, uh, um, uh, it was uh, zip line. It was right outside Louisville. It's in Kentucky. It's in Kentucky. Okay. They had the underground zip lining. Oh, so, yeah. It's a bit like a lot of cave systems up there. Oh, yeah. And this, it's, is, uh, it, this is like, I mean, it is wild because it is dark. Oh and yeah, it's up like, there is Kentucky on top of uh, Nashville. I didn't know. Yes. I don't know. I don't yes. know things. Yes. I don't know where. Exactly. I don't know where things. North. Okay. Right there, Kev. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't know where. I thought it was below you guys. Yeah, we're only like thirty miles from the Kentucky border, so we're pretty far at the top of the state. Oh okay. You know, Nashville as a whole is pretty far up. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. They always tease me. I don't know where things yeah. are. Any anywhere. Yeah, anywhere Tennessee is door. long and narrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know that. Yeah, driving straight through, uh, you know, side to side takes that's about as long as. But Florida, I, I, I would say for zip lining, that like just is so cool. That seems oh, cool. I'm sure. It was. It was so fun. Yeah, it, we we, it, we had it, a underground lot. zip zip lining. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We saw we saw it on a billboard. We were dri- we were in yeah. Bristol, and then yeah, we saw like uh yeah zip zip line and uh, um you know uh, the Louisville Mega Caverns. Yeah. yeah. So oh. yeah, so it was like six well, months. It's like six months later or something. But you you bike, so they also do a whole bike route. Oh yeah, like in the cavern, you go biking and everything. Yeah, because some of the caverns were man-made, you know, for uh, uh, during the the mining during the one of the the wars, and um. But yeah, so yeah, we we saw it, and then like six months later, we're like, hey, let's just let's just go to Louisville, you know, just do some zip lining out out of the blue. I haven't spent a significant amount of time in Louisville. I went up there last, actually, just about a year ago. Um, I had missed a concert of somebody I wanted to see in Nashville because I was, surprise, surprise, out of town. Um, but then they were playing in Louisville over the weekend. I was like, well, let's just drive to Louisville. And so um, went up there and hit some of the like the distilleries and bars and restaurants up there. So it's pretty cool. But it's not that far. It's only like two and a half hours from us. But it just it feels like, oh, my God, to go to Louisville for the weekend. Yeah. That's I, it. Plus, it sucks with their smoking bans in Louisville. And yeah, uh, there's not yeah. really anywhere to smoke. You have to go over into the Indiana border, like over yeah. the bridge. Yeah, we yeah, we we smoked like halfway across the bridge where mm-hmm. you could actually light a light a cigar halfway over that bridge. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to smoke, so we rented those bird scooters and we were trying to like scooter around the city and smoke a cigar at the same time. But it was so cold; it ended up being like 42 degrees, and my fingers were like permanently gripped to the scooter. Like I couldn't even get the cigar to my mouth because I had lost lost all dexterity and like motor function <laughs> of my hands. What, what's a what's a bird scooter? 
Like the stupid little scooters you rent in the cities that like, you know, terrorize cars and pedestrians. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking, know, I, I was thinking bird. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking like the, uh, like the, uh, the duck, the duck, uh, oh, no, no, uh, the no, no, duck no. trucks, you know, you had like a, oh a God, bird yeah. scooter. I'm like, well, we missed the bird yeah. scooters. Yeah. Like you the know? little, little electric bird, scooters that you like pay for with your app. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then you just, and then you just drop them wherever. They them, yeah. Them yeah. Where they, when they die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they're and then they're everywhere. They're, they're taking everywhere. over. You now some cities are Horrible. banning them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, people. I don't know. I guess it's like if I'm on it, then I don't care. But if other people are on them on the sidewalk, I'm like get off the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> you know, because like if you're gonna be on the sidewalk, at least be respectful of pedestrians. Like I totally get not wanting to ride on the street because cars do not pay attention. But then they're like mowing down other people. So like slow down. We were in Miami. Yeah. They were just all over the place, and the next morning that it just it it looked like a like a tornado went through and just tossed them all around oh yeah 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 down there in miami they got like like the the guys on you know guys and gals up with trucks you know you know picking them up recharging them swapping them out putting them up on the you know their little wherever the little stations are at because i said they're they're everywhere they just drop yeah and now they have the ones that you can sit down on and i had seen these in san diego years ago and I was like, this is a horrible idea for drunk people because, I mean, it's literally like a scooter, like a pretty high-powered electric scooter that you yeah. can sit on and take on the roads that I was like, oh, yeah, people are going to, like, wreck their shit on these. Um, and they started putting some here. I was like, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> the, that, that, the, the drunk mm-hmm. population here is already pretty bad. So. Oh, that, that, that's it. Yeah, uh, Manny, uh, pick his skin-tight bikini gear. He's talking about me, not uh, yeah, not you. <laughs> With my beard blowing. I'm not a, uh, uh, I, I'm not a scooter guy. It's a... Uh, I, I, I like I said I, I've just seen the aftermath of people like I said zipping in and out of you know people and traffic yeah. and you hear you hear about the you know the stories the accidents someone killed on a on a stupid scooter yeah it's like you know you're downtown and try to be cautious but there's been a couple people who like squirrel trying to cross the road they don't even look they just go I'm like dude I mean like I literally almost hit you like you <laughs> there are cars that are bigger than oh, you but. Care, I didn't see. Uh, you guys don't have the scooters yet. I haven't. I didn't see them last time I was up by you. No, we got the bikes. Mm, yeah. Oh, you the got bikes. the bikes. Yeah, I haven't seen the scooters yet, but we got the bikes. But it's they. I've. I can tell you this. I always see them in racks. I never see them laying around or anything. They're, they're always nice. Well, I and think clean. the bikes you have to return to the yeah. racks. No, no. Oh, oh, oh you do. You gotta, you gotta like put one in a rack. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't stop. But like the scooters, you can leave everywhere, but they have to be within like. Cause there's certain places that you can't scooter and it will shut off on you. So you have to like, leave it. Trust. Ask me how I know. Uh, yes. so, <laughs> so you can leave it anywhere that it's in like a zone that accepts them. But the bikes, I think doesn't shut your payment plan or your payment off until you return it to the rack. Oh, that's, oh, that's that, smart. That's yeah. the way it should be. You know, yeah, so pe- people aren't just dropping them just everywhere. Forever, yeah. And which makes sense. Like a, a, a full on bicycle just laying around. Oh yeah. That's, that, that's a, that's a little more annoying than a, than a scooter, but They're both annoying. Yeah. A scooter laying around was just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you're going to just drop it haphazardly, like people yeah. just literally leave it in the middle of the sidewalk and you're like, seriously, you can't even just move it over into the grass a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Scooter, oh. trash. <laughs> so scooter trash. Scooter trash. Yeah, it is. So, uh, so we're oh gonna get God, back. That uh, should be your gang name when you're on. That, your, a, bu- 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 Butch and I thought about that years ago. We wanted to buy scooters and have a vest that said "Scooter Trash" on yes. them. Oh, you know, that's so awesome. that, 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 that's it. So, uh, so getting back to cigars, <laughs> you know, since it's a cigar show, what one thing um, that I have heard, like, uh, like in the in the past, especially with like newer cigar smokers, 
AJ cigars are, I mean, like I said, you know, if, you, if you look at any of the bands, you know, like the Ramon Alones here, you know, beautiful, beautiful band. You can tell this is a, a super premium, elegant cigar. Um, I, I've heard like just from like some newer cigar smokers, like it, it it's a little, I don't want to say off-putting, but like they're a little scared of jumping into, you know, a super premium cigar. It's like, oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I'll enjoy that. You know, it seems like it's always been, you know, um, I don't want to say catered to too a more, pretty, too pretty, you know, cater, you know, catering towards a more, um, um, sophisticated uh, smoker. Refined. There, there you go. Thank you. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't put those words uh, out. Um, do, have you found that or is there any, you know, any indication from AJ that maybe he wants to come out with some newer, edgier stuff? Is that something, maybe a goal of yours? Um, so when you say like newer or edgier, I guess, so I guess, I don't want to misunderstand your question because we do, we I, make I, two blends that are like more approachable for maybe newer smokers that aren't like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do is kind of like medium, medium plus to full bodied, heavier Nicaraguan. So you get some of that like Nicaraguan spice and everything. Like there's obviously a theme in his blending style, right? Yeah. Um, the new world Connecticut and the San Latino Connecticut are both more approachable. I, I don't want to say like beginner cigars because you don't have to be a beginner to enjoy them, but and, and, you know, and I, more. yeah, and and I, and I and I guess my point was it's not the blending or the cigars that it's you know the maybe look of the, look of it's, the it's, band. it's the look you go into a lounge and you see you know um, you see a, a Drew Estate you see a Camacho you see you know a, a Macanudo you see cigars that you know that are a little you know with bands and boxes that are a little fun a little edgier and then you've got like. You know, you got like AJ and you've got you know very classic. Ten, yeah, very classic. Yeah, very classic. You know, look and, and and people maybe get turned off by that. You know, um is, is that you know do you think I it, mean and I'm not trying to be like I, you know argumentative here, but do you think that that is the case that people see I, something that looks a little more traditional and they're like, mm. I don't I, I don't think so. I, I think people maybe get a little intimidated. Maybe okay. maybe More that so. maybe that's the the word I was looking for. They get a little intimidated about, you know, smoking a, a Bea Artes, you know, um versus anything else just cuz it's they, they don't know what it's about cuz it's a it's a classic blend. Yeah. So you're saying like the name and the look of the band of that cigar versus like The Last Call. Right. Yes. Right. Very, you know, kind of synonymous with last call drinking and then the band's pretty simple and straightforward versus a more throwback to the classic bands which a lot of aj aj stuff has yeah. it's very like you said it's an homage to that cubanesque look the, the the i love the traditional bands i do i I've, I've never been a big fan of some of the newer flashier colors i love that old school yeah. throwback I don't to kind of hopefully answer your question. Sorry, I'm trying to turn this light on behind me. Here. <laughs> um, I don't right now see us really changing the packaging. Like we went through a San Latano refresh not that long ago. Um, and I know that kind of the, the brand feel right now is a little bit more traditional. Um, you know, San Latano is an homage to AJ's roots in Cuba and New World is an homage to kind of like, you know, the discovery of tobacco in the Americas. And so everything kind of story-wise and blend-wise is a little bit more traditional. So right now we don't have any plans to make something that's kind of out of that more like red, gold, traditional Cuban-esque look. But, you know, never say never. Okay. Um, yeah. And yeah. as far as the blends themselves, I mean, you know, 
I'm, I, I want to see what, you know, where we're at in a year as far as what we're releasing. You know, uh, the biggest new one right now was the Dorado, which is what you were smoking. And then we've got a new size of the Dorado coming out. But yeah, kind of kind of sticking with that theme for now. Okay. No, but, but I think with like younger people, I mean, no offense, like if they go towards more of like the gitchy looking kind of bands to start smoking, they're going to ha- they're going to be at a cigar lounge or be around other cigar smokers who are eventually going to introduce them to different types of cigars. So I don't think it really matters like what what they first start smoking with. It's kind of more like how their palate develops and where they end up and who yeah. they, and, and do the research and do the, you know, get the knowledge of certain cigars and, and tobaccos that they like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that- yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I'm, I'm, I, you know, and, and, and if you want that flashier, edgier, that's what AJ makes so many cigars, you know, that, that will give you that still AJ, you know, that tasting, like you said, you know, when you smoke an AJ, you know, it's yeah. an AJ, yeah. you know, so you can have those, but I am, I am gravitated towards, you know, flashier bands, like uh, something that just draws my eye that looks, that looks new. It looks young. It looks like it's hip. You know, um, and it's not something that my grandfather would have smoked. I have to you know, throw this up. <laughs> what? Wait, when did Laurel <laughs> start repping AJ last time? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Matt. Yeah, it's been it's You're been us late to the party. <laughs> yeah, been us uh, since the beginning of the year, Matt. So uh, yeah. So, but 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 yeah. So so I look at like the Ramona uh, Alones. You know, like I said I see. Oh, that's you know a, a cigar my grandfather smoked you know maybe i don't want to smoke that i want something like said edgier so i didn't know if that was anything that was ever in the works of of creating something you know but that you know that's not aj either so yeah you know and like i said right now i'm not sure but you know down the road as we continue to develop potentially um but yeah everything we kind of have right now is a little bit more of that like that traditional look and feel and smoking experience so um, yeah, you know, he, he knows what he's good at, I suppose. So that's it. And, that, and that's why, that's why I hi- hired you as well. So, um, what, are, what are your, what are your goals? Like in the, in, you know, in the company, like when you, you know, when you sat down with, with AJ sat down with the team to come on board, did they have a set of goals they wanted you to accomplish? Or did you bring something's like, Hey, here's, here's what I think I can do for your company. Um, yes. Sorry. The, the comment about my bangs was cracking me up. <laughs> oh, best, oh with, with that, without a doubt. It's a bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it, it, it's one of those things I said, I, I can never not wear a flat brim hat. If you change your hairstyle, it'll freak out the industry. Well, like, so I know. Cause like, I don't know if you know, Tim at cigars daily, like the whole joke is every time I'm on there, like it's this whole talk about my bangs. And so I've been actually trying to grow out my bangs because I've had these like literally since I was fucking born. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it might be time for a new hairstyle. So I was like trying to let them grow out a little bit. But every week I'm on the road, someone's like, oh, I really like your bangs. I'm like, God damn it. I can never grow yeah. these out. That, that, that'll be a half wheel article. That That's like a press release. Like Laurel yeah. Dilly gets rid of bangs. Yeah, gets rid of bangs. Like that's like, that's how you make it in Cigar Aficionado. You know, like the first time. Oh, you know, that's just, well, you know, it, that's what I claim to fame. I suppose it could be worse. You, you need to like go ahead and do like the whole hair extension. Like try getting that done or like a wig and just like you know, put that out there and see how people respond. <laughs> uh, there was a time, there was a time when I started in the cigar, well, not when I started in the cigar industry, but when I started with general, um, I had very, very short hair. It was like almost like shaved at the sides. And then I had, really? like, I had some hair on the top that I styled all edgy like, and it was really fucking cool until I tried to grow it out. 
Um, and then I've had basically bangs since COVID. So yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) What was your question? Uh, Uh, the main things that I was going to do. Okay. I'm like, I have no idea what, you know, we just went on a a, a tangent. Yeah. Um, so you know, the, the big thing, the big thing from like an over an overall message to, you know, consumers and, you know, the people of the cigar world is just helping understand the difference between AJ portfolio and AJ collaboration. So that's a big initiative that we're trying to figure out with like events and social media and, you know, marketing campaigns. Um, but again, just kind of going back to the the events thing. We don't really have any events. You know, we're not doing a lot of sponsors, sponsorship stuff. So kind of dipping our toe more into that realm as well. Um, and even just stuff as far as like, um, you know, how our presence in humidors um, and just our overall reach. So, you know, we, we obviously touched on this earlier. It's, it's a, as far as staff goes, it's a smaller company. So right now it's kind of coming on and just, you know, there's like the main things that I, you know, I would like to do and then kind of just, uh, you know, figuring out how to get to that point, finishing other things to get those out of the way, to be able to accomplish that, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, you know, just the messaging events, sales stuff. That's what I was going to say. Like, how, how, that was my next question. Like, how do you plan on like accomplishing that? You know, is it just getting more events, you know, out there? Is that, is that one of the, you know, the, the, the key? I mean, you know, we want to do, uh, we want to do more events um, moving forward, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be stuff like this, um, you know, doing like interviews, podcasts, um, putting out some like video content. Um, I mean, doing events, doing sponsorships, unfortunately it's just, you know, it doesn't happen overnight to be able to kind of like change the perception and get people to think, you know, maybe differently about a brand or, you know, what the brand has to offer. Um, so yeah, social media, um, you know, interviewers, media, stuff like that. And just having our presence, you know, we'll be at PCA this year. Um, and doing, you know, like Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And, you know, I just was out doing the Houston, um, Texas Cigar Festival. And, you know, I'll be at Smoking in the Carolinas, or that's called something different now. Um, so, you know, just having our presence at those kind of events, too. So, yeah, it's a long game. But, I mean, it was the same thing with Macanudo, too. You know, when I came on board, it was, you know, people trying to think about Inspirato differently than, you know, like the Macanudo core line and, you know, kind of this changing brand. So, yeah, you know, so so Matt had commented, and, uh, and it's a good comment. Um, I heard through a rep that I ran into Dallas that AJ is doing away with putting his name on all the collab cigars that people aren't drawn away from the uh, the original blend or brand. And that goes with what you're saying, because I, I, I have heard that. And then sometimes myself, I get a little confused about what is AJ core and what is AJ like collab. Like what is, because so, sometimes it's just goes like hand in hand, you just think that that is an AJ and that's, you know. Yes. Well, and people, people do think that it's, oh, um, you know, I've heard, well, AJ makes his best cigars for other people. And I do not think that is true. AJ makes really good cigars for other people, but AJ also makes amazing cigars for the portfolio. I think it's more that people just haven't had exposure to the portfolio or, um, they maybe didn't know that they were smoking something portfolio as opposed to smoking something that was a collaboration. And as far as the, the Texas rep, um, you know, I can't speak to taking our name off of things. I mean, I know that the, you know, AJ Fernandez factory is still going to be on the boxes. Um, there may be still a sub band, so I'm not sure moving forward, um, what we're going to do as far as like, you know, the AJ name on collaborations, but, um, yeah, 
we we definitely are just trying to bring more attention to you know his own line the portfolio stuff there you go matt now she's got to make a phone call in the morning oh yeah 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 like what you are you hearing from me yeah what are you telling people shut your mouth you know and i so. know who it is too Oh, geez. Thanks, Matt. You know, you, you yeah. chime in, talk about our bangs and then, uh, you know, stir that pot and, and then trap you know, that bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, just, well, get, this just our industry is so small and so chatty. You can't say anything without getting back. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I've heard, I've heard that as well. You know, like, Oh, JJ makes the, he saves the best tobacco for other people. We, we've all heard that same thing. And, and, and then, and then you hear every, every now and then someone, and I don't know if you've experienced uh, someone goes, I can't believe AJ let this cigar go. Like, like, like it's the best, like this cigar is amazing. How did AJ not put his fucking name on that cigar? You know, just like it comes out and it's like, give him something else. Let's keep this one to ourselves. Right. You know? Right. Well, you know, and we have certain tobaccos that we use for our own blends that he's not using for collaborations and there's certain processes. So there, you know, there is that difference. Like I said, I think, you know, he, he makes a lot of really good blends for a lot of other people, but I just, I think the comment about, having something that was a collaboration that's better than anything he's done for himself. I truly don't think that they, <laughs> thank you, Frankie. <laughs> they truly haven't had anything from the portfolio blend. Like, I mean, I love, I'm smoking the Bayes Ortez. Um, Harba oh my goodness. Habano. <laughs> I can't even say Habano right now. And it's, this is honestly one of my favorite everyday cigars. And so, yeah, I think people just need to kind of revisit or experience portfolio. Yeah. Now, now, is that the cigar you're smoking the most of out of um, like the, the AJ? Like, what do you smoke out of the portfolio, the core, and then out of his collabs? Like, what, what's like? So yeah. the last collab I had was actually the Karen Burger. Ironically, okay. ironically, I was at a store in the Nashville area and I had a call with Frankie about this position. And I was like trying to get home to take this call. But I made the mistake of like. I want to say I made the mistake of going there, but like, you know, you just get caught up in conversation and the conversation goes and goes and goes. And I'm looking at the time. I was like, holy fuck, I got to get home. And then I like missed my window of opportunity. <laughs> so I'm like pacing outside and it's like bed, bath and beyond doing this call. And I came back in and she's like, Oh, have you tried this Karen burger by AJ Fernandez yet? And I was like, no, I have not. I was like, how serendipitous that I just had a call, but it was, it was actually pretty funny. Um, but as far as what I've been smoking from the, the portfolio stuff, I love I love the Bayes Artes, both the Habano and the Maduro. I don't think it's hard for me to say I like one more than the other because I think it depends on my mood. But if I had to choose, I think I give a little preferential treatment to the Maduro um, just because I love a Matafina wrapper. It's got that like dried fruit sweetness to it. And it's just got so many different flavors going on. Um, I've been smoking a lot of the Dorado. Um, I actually had a Dorado in the Figurado for the first time just a couple of weeks ago. That was an awesome saga, uh, an awesome size. So Dorado, these, and the Last Call Habano. I've been smoking the shit out of the Last Call Habano. <laughs> I, I just I just lit up the San Latano. Care got me uh, on the San Latanos a couple of years ago. Okay. I think, I think he sent me like my first one. And, okay. Uh, and I, I can't I, remember what I sent you. Uh, you said you sent a San Latano, the Ramona Iones, the Bella Artes, and then the uh, the Dorado. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think, uh, um, which is all, which I've had them all. They're absolutely fantastic. I love the San Latano. Um, yeah. Because it's not a uh, um, 
not your grandfather's Connecticut. You know, I hate, I, I always say, I hate when people use that term. It's not your grandfather's Connecticut. I'm going to stab the next maker, you know, that says that, but uh, yes. it, it is. I, I like it because it's one of the spicy, mm. spicier Connecticut. It's an AJ. Yeah. It's, a, it's an AJ wrapped in a Connecticut. That's, yes. you know, if anybody needs to know what this cigar is, it's an AJ cigar with a Connecticut wrapper. Well, yeah. and it's still, I mean, it's it's going to be definitely one of the more approachable blends for a newer smoker. The only Connecticut shades that we do is the one you're smoking, the San Latano, and then the New World. So the New World Connecticut is a Connecticut um, from Connecticut. And then the San Latano is an Ecuadorian wrapper. So it's going to have a little bit more of that spice. But yeah, you said yeah. it perfectly. It's a it's an, it's an AJ cigar wrapped in a Connecticut. That's it. That's all anybody has to know. <laughs> Now, now you had said earlier um, uh, the Ramona Lones. Um, that's a, a callback to AJ's, uh, uh, like the Cuban uh, hair. I didn't hear. I, I haven't heard that story. What is the story behind, you know, uh, the Ramona Lones? Um, we were talking about the New World and the San Latano. So the San Latano was kind of a callback to the Cuban Cigar Factory. Oh, was um, it? The, okay, the Cuban. Yeah, cigar. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, it was the San Latano. That's, San Latano. That's what, yeah. yeah. Ramona Lones is, is it's a name that's that, been around for a long time because yeah. it actually bounced between like STG had it for a while um, and now we have it. So it's just it's one of those heritage lines for sure. But yeah, San Latano is kind of um, paying homage to this original San Latano factory in Cuba. Okay. Mm. That was in the Fernandez family. Oh, 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 so that was in the Fernandez family. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, that I didn't know. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, you just can't be an AJ scar at the prices that he keeps them at. He he's always uh, has the consumer in mind. I I, I agree. I don't mm -hmm. I, I don't understand like the the pricing. Like I I say I don't understand the pricing structure. Like you smoke one of his core lines and you're like, how is this cigar not eighteen dollars? How is this cigar not twenty? I mean, it, it's a beautiful looking cigar. The presentation is beautiful, and then it's an amazing cigar. I you know I guess just. Because his brother owns the box factory, he has the fields, you know. So, you know, Good discount. with his Arabian horse money, yeah, you know? that's what it is. Just throwing around yeah. his Arabian horse money, Kev. Um, yeah, well, and I think part of it is just it's you know vertically integrated, right? We do everything, like you said, save yeah. for the box factory. So, you know, growing and producing, and you know, everything there, you know, helps keep the cost low. So, I was actually, yeah, I was very excited. We did not take a price increase this year. Um, so I think that the cigars are reasonable. I mean, the last calls are super reasonable, but even, you know, on the higher end, the Ramona Lones and the, the Bayes Artes still are not, they're, they're in that normal, like kind of 10 to 12 price point for a premium cigar. So I just moth like terrorizing my computer yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but now you have, you know, your, your 10 to $12 cigar, in, you know, in, in 2023, that's like an introductory cigar. Like, like that's what people introduce a cigar at 10 to 12 yeah. cigar, you know, 10 to $12, you know, to keep a cigar, you know, that, that he's had for a while and keeps producing. And like you said, the, I think one of the, not the only companies, but one of the few big companies that didn't announce a price increase increase at all. You know, this, yeah. This year. Well, and I think, I mean, you would think with inflation and everything else that it would be difficult to find a cigar that's decent for, you know, eight to nine dollars but i mean we have a lot of offerings and i mean the entire san latano and new world line are all kind of in that like eight nine maybe ten dollars depending on the size sweet spot um but there's a lot there's a lot of other um cigars out there that you can still get in that price point i mean when i started working retail back in 2011 that's how i always sold it when people would come in they're like oh i'm looking for a premium cigar 
uh, and they're expecting to spend $20. I'm like, no, you can get a really good cigar yeah. for like eight bucks. And yeah. it's cool that you still can. Yeah. And, and some people don't want that. Some people, they, they just don't think a, a 10 to $12 cigar is a premium cigar. You know, it's just like, you know, they, they, they've got to go after the Atabays and they got to go after everything else. If it's not $22, it's not a premium cigar. So you got to get that through their head that, you know, yeah. it, it, it is, you know, yeah. you can still get a premium cigar for 10 to $12. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you say that because I would say, I would say in the last two years, I have seen, a greater increase in demand for people wanting a more expensive cigar, not you're, only for the consumer not, yeah. to purchase, but for a retailer to sell. Oh, you don't have anything that's over $20. I don't want it. Crazy to me. It, it is care. I, I, I know I, I've seen it. It's nuts. I, yeah. Have you been seeing it in your area as well? Here or there. I mean, but I, I, you definitely have seen an increase on a demand and wanting a more expensive cigar. And, like you said, Laura, I can't wrap my head around that. <clears throat> you know, especially when you talk talk about the smoking the cigar, the experience and what you're getting out of it, and you can get the same thing and buy two cigars for the same amount of money. Yeah. I mean, there's really, really great cigars for twenty dollars. There's really great cigars for thirty dollars, but there's equally great cigars for eight, nine dollars. E- yeah. Equal equally great. That that is a, it's a great a great term, and that's what you know. That's what people should understand. You know, but you know, I, I think that the the twenty dollar twenty five dollars those, in my opinion, I could be wrong. Those aren't cigar smokers. Those are the guys going into the lounge maybe once a month. You know, maybe they're having an event that they want to go to. They're hanging out somewhere, and they want that twenty five dollar cigar because mm-hmm. that's the only cigar they're going to smoke for that month. Yeah, you know, it's you know, I I don't know, and I, and I think I. I I want to say Atabay started it. I, I think I, I think they're the ones that started that, you know, garbage cigar. Not want to say garbage cigar. I got in trouble for saying that <laughs> a long time ago. Um, for that, for what I consider a mediocre cigar, you know, for for twenty five dollars, you know. Yeah. Well, and I think it can be the same. The same can be said in other industries too. And to your point, Kevin, when you're talking about maybe people who want those cigars, I don't want to say that they're. <laughs> I will let him know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to say that you're not a true cigar smoker if you are only asking for a higher price. But yeah. I think the people who are expecting to pay 20, 25, $30 are maybe novice coming in, you know, they're out of town for business and they want to go to a cigar lounge and maybe they think they have to pay that for a premium cigar, but you look at like bourbon, whiskey, whatever, you know, yeah. you can get a really good pour of something for 10, $12. You don't have to be spending 20, $25 on a pour. But I think for somebody who maybe doesn't know it well enough, it's like the expectation is that, yeah higher the price the better it's going to be and we know that's just not the case or they get that mentality of oh we're going out tonight i'm gonna go all out and buy myself a 30 Mm dollar cigar and enjoy myself yeah and i've had 30 dollar cigars that were amazing and i that were totally worth 30 dollars and i've had 30 dollar cigars are like yeah they better be pretty i i i know i said you know that 25 dollar price you know i said i've had some davidoffs that were 22 25 dollars some of the best cigars i've smoked Mm-hmm. You know, then you smoke like a thirty dollar whatever, yeah, Yamusa, whatever they have, and it's just like, wow, this is a it's kind of a miss there, you know. And and then that, you know, and I always think of that price too. That 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 price factor is always in my head as I'm smoking it. You know, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I have a hard time wrap or separating my brain from the price to the cigars. Like, is this cigar thirty? Is it twenty dollars? Is it yeah. twenty five dollars? It's just like. So you're not having a good experience, Kev, because you're sitting there going, I think it's 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 going a little wonky. This is $30. I, I, it's going off a little bit. 
I, I, I know, you know, um, yeah. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm sitting here in my, in my office, my humidors, you know, 10 feet away. And it's like, I got a hundred eight dollar cigars. That's better than this one. Yeah. You know? So um, well, it's like, I don't have a discerning enough palate for wine. So there are wines that I know I can spend 15, $20 on and they're good. And I don't know why, you know, but you know, 15, $20 for a wine for some of them are better than, you know, my, my cheap ass paying $10 for a bottle of wine. Right. But you know, once I kind of hit that threshold of like 25, $30, like, I don't think my palate knows enough about wine <laughs> right. to appreciate the increase in cost. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. And, and it, it's, I, I think that's the same thing on, on the, on the, the cigars, the tobacco. Like I don't, you know, for me, I don't think I can appreciate, you know, you hear the story about the 30 year old age tobacco or whatnot. And it's like, maybe, Maybe this isn't for me. So yeah. Same, but yeah, same, same with wine. We got a Celestino up here. Um, what is AJ's top selling cigar? The New World Oscuro. The New World Oscuro kills it. And the New World Cameroon as well. Those are two of our top sellers. Um, now, now Oscuro, some people, uh, that, that's not a term you hear very much at, at all. Like the, the Oscuro. Explain to people what an Oscuro cigar is. So our Oscuro for the New World Oscuro, and some people call it like the New World Nicaragua because it just was like the original New World, but it's basically like a dark Nicaraguan wrapper. Um, so you get um, more of, it's a different fermentation process. You get more of those oils um, and then it changes that color to be, you know, darker in hue as well. Yeah, I mean... Um, Oscuro is more of a process than it is, you know, like obviously a tobacco. So, oh yeah. When, whenever I see Oscuro, honestly, I, I, I gravitate towards that cigar. Cause you're going to get, like you said, you're going to get a darker cigar mm -hmm. and then some people don't like that darkness, but I always tell people, but you're going to get a sweeter cigar. Yes. You know, well, just, and yeah. that's the misconception. I mean, I'm always yelling at people. I'm like, Maduro doesn't mean strong. <laughs> That, 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 that's it. You know, it, it was the uh, um, uh, the first thing I, I was taught, you know, many, many years ago going into my lounge, first lounge and then not knowing the cigars. And I had said that, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't like those dark cigars. And yeah. then, you know, the lounge owner's like, you know, in food, you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. Same thing with the cigar. You smoke with your eyes before you smoke with your mouth. People totally. see uh, a jet black, the Cohiba black. The cigar is black as midnight and it's sitting there and it's just like, it's scary looking, but then when yeah, you it's smoke intimidating. It, it is. And then you're smoking and you're like, Oh my God, like yeah. it's, yeah. it's smooth. It's, it's sweet. Exactly. It's all about what leaf it is. You know, what are the interior, what's the binder, the filler, what are all the components? Is it Lajero? Is it, you know, there's, there's so many different factors. Um, <laughs> yeah. um but I mean, I'm enticed by the cookies for sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's that misconception and, it's hard to generalize because people will say, well, as a, as a newer cigar smoker, I mean, should a general rule of thumb be the darker the cigar, the stronger? I'm like, no, I mean, there's, I've had cigars that look really benign that have kicked my ass. And I've had cigars that look super, super intimidating mm -hmm. that were actually very mellow in strength. So it's just all about the components. Talk to your brick and mortar retailers. They will tell you. <laughs> That's it. They, they will tell you. you know, I tell you, keep a journal as well. Keep yes. a journal of the what dossier. You know, that's it. You know, take take your notes. You know, um, and then at least you know if you have that journal, you can walk into any any good tobacconist, any good brick and mortar, and like, hey, I didn't like this. I didn't like this, but I liked this, this, and this. And they'll be able to break down. Like, oh, hey, I noticed. You know, on these six cigars you liked, this is like the key thing that they all have in common. You know, maybe, and then they you can expand out yeah. from there. 
Or know, when just, somebody tells me they don't like Nicaraguan tobacco or they don't like Connecticut tobacco, I'm like, well, Connecticut shade or Connecticut broadleaf? They're like, Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. I don't like All Connecticut. Right. It's a horrible state. Yeah, it's a ho- horrible state, you know. Actually, I heard their taxes are awful, so. They are. Oh, my God. What What, what are your, uh, speaking of taxes, what, what, are you, what are your taxes there in uh, um, Nashville, like the uh, Tennessee? Like, uh, are they? Honestly, uh, I don't know exactly what the tobacco tax is, but it's not that bad. Our sales tax here sucks, um, but the tobacco tax is not that bad. Um, but offhand, I don't know what it is, to be honest. So uh, did, did you come from a state without tobacco tax or no. without sale? No, without sales tax? No, the sales tax was just half. Uh, Wisconsin was like 5.5%. Um, in Milwaukee, it was 56 because we had a stadium tax. Um but Nashville is nine and a half percent. And we used to like, I used to not get taxed on groceries. You get taxed on groceries here. We'll have like a month where they're like, oh, it's a month free of tax for groceries. And like yeah. everyone does their major grocery okay. shopping. Yeah. Um, but our tobacco tax in Wisconsin was a 50 cent cap. Okay. So yeah. on premium cigars. So Laura, yeah, yeah. When, you're, when you're done with the uh, sorting out the AJ uh, core blend and sorting out the, uh, the collaboration. I think your first idea to AJ is he needs to come out with a short run limited limited release of a Candela cigar. Yes. Candela, really? And and, yeah. and, and, and and if he thinks it's a horrible idea, blame Kevin and me. <laughs> oh, I will. I'm 100 percent throwing you under the bus. Now, now have you uh, uh, are are you a Candela smoker? Is that something you've uh, shied away from, or? I have not smoked a Candela in probably like a true Candela. It's probably been five or six years. Um, uh, Alec Bradley does the filthy hooligan, which is that barber pole. I think it's a Habano and a Candela. Um, I've smoked those in the recent years. Uh, But as far as like my last true Candela, I think it was actually the LFD, the double Claro. Mm -hmm. Um, And that one was pretty good. I find Candelas to be a little too bitter for my taste um but i used to like the lfd one i don't even know if they make it anymore yep, camacho camacho back in like the krishna roa days did a really good candela yeah that was that was the uh, uh <laughs> the the, uh, the pre the pre-davidoff days that was yeah. like that was like the the candela uh to end all candelas like, yes so that, that was, was really a, they're that actually was, their candela now is actually probably the only in my for me is the only Camacho I'll smoke. Oh really? I haven't had it it's, in a it's, long it's, time. It's not bad that the newer yeah, I, I agree. I was really impressed with their candela because I was a little standoffish with it, but um Fuente candela had an for Kevin one, right? What's that? Fuente had an eight five eight candela yeah, for yeah. a while yeah, too. That's that's yeah. a great that's a great that's one of the go-tos, very mild. Candela for Kevin and I is like a Manny's Oak Island. Yeah, we always have to mention at least once during the interview. Yes. Yeah, that, yes, that, that, that's it. Yeah, Luzione makes a good one. Uh, someone actually sent me a couple of uh, because they know that I like uh, uh candelas, uh, iguanas, and they're from oh, yeah, we haven't smoked them yet. I, I smoked one the oh, other day, you? it was good, and it was from like Thompson Cigar. It's like a three dollar candela, and I'm like, God, you know, and he's like, Oh, you should try it. I'm like, I am not going this online, is... and but so he sent me a couple, it was actually pretty good. Really? really? So if it I was, were going to go out and try one for like a Candela tomorrow, who would you suggest I try? Illusione. Yeah. Illusione. Okay. Illusione for, for sure. Um, yeah. uh, uh, LFD. I, ha- I haven't had an LFD Candela in forever. They're yeah, good. But yeah, but I remember them being good, but yeah. They're good. A little um, bit more mild than I expect. Fuente is always going to be a classic, you know, I, I, and you got it, you know, the 858, he came out with Churchill and I didn't like it. It just didn't translate well for some reason. Um, but uh, yeah, those were the two candelas, like Kevin said, that are yep. all candela great cigars. Yeah, now speaking of like sizes, uh, AJ, they, you guys don't have any big cigars, do you? 
Oh, we do. Yeah, we've got a couple 60s. Actually, we have 60s in most of the lines. Yeah, for the New World and the San Lotano. Okay. Some of them are 58s, but some of them are 60s. Okay, because that, that seems to be a big thing last few years too, and that's you know, and and I remember a couple of years ago when that started taking off. You know, everybody was like, ah, "It's just a, it, it's a phase. It's, it's just a phase, a phase yeah. and it's never went away." No. You know? To be honest, though, and I could be wrong. I usually am not. <laughs> um, but uh, it when I first started in the cigar world back in 2011 in retail. That was just when big ring gauges were getting big. So 60s were really taking off and then 70s and 80s and all these outrageous sizes. But you know what? There's obviously a market for it. And, you know, I know like CLE, they're the kings of big ring gauges and they freaking kill it. So that's awesome. But um, it seems that the demand for these bigger ring gauges, I don't even want to say has waned, but maybe it's leveled a little bit and people are kind of going back to the more traditional sizes. Um, now I can't speak for AJ because I don't know his thoughts on these, but I feel like the 60s and the 58s were probably something to you know satiate the market more so than what he you know a size that maybe he had a particularly a particular affinity for. You know I definitely try to stay more in like the traditional sizes. Like I don't really smoke anything above honestly like a 52 or a 54 is kind of my max ring gauge. Yeah, I, I've had I've had so many of my friends that that were on the 60 bandwagon for so long, mm-hmm. and then and then they go back to a 54, 56, and they're like, oh my god. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. I like I forgot what I, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but I forgot what cigars are supposed to taste like. Not like <laughs> not like a sixty doesn't, but doesn't do it for me. No, you know, I, no. I, I, I've I've never had a sixty ring gauge in anybody's blend that was anywhere near you know their 54, 56. Well, and you're just you're messing with the ratio, right? Because you're dealing with like the wrapper, the binder, the filler. And I'm a huge advocate for, you know, Lanceros and Panatellas and Lonsales, all the sizes that nobody freaking smokes. Um, (laughs) Because I love that wrapper concentration. You try to. Yes, exactly. You try to explain that to someone. You're like, yeah, but you're you're getting more. And I think a Corona is kind of like the perfect ratio of wrapper, binder, filler. And you just start to kind of like dilute it a little bit when you get up into these really, really big ring gauges. And, you know, I've smoked bigger ring gauges that were perfectly fine. Like, I don't dislike them, but just from not only the flavor, but the comfortability of actually smoking it, I prefer something typically like 52 or under. Yeah, that was my my thing is that I just, I I find it to be uncomfortable to smoke. Yeah, Yeah, you know, and and for for me, even even a 60, spending two and a half hours smoking it, you know, it's always left me wanting more out of a cigar as in, as in flavor. And then I find this, I love Lonsdale's as in the flavor, but that's the same thing. I I finish up a Lonsdale and it wants, and it leaves me wanting more. It's like, Oh, I just wanted, you know, a little bit more out of that, you know, like, like, and it's, and it's always time wise, you know, on that, you know, it's not like I wanted anything more from the cigar. It's like, ah, you know, that's why I just 56, you know, 54. Sure. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'm a really slow smoker, so I never have that issue. And I yeah. just, I try not to smoke Lanceros or Lonsdales or anything with a smaller ring gauge when I'm working because, you know, you probably haven't, you know, found this out about me, but I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I'm like working and talking to people, it's constantly going out and you're freaking relighting it every two <laughs> seconds and it's yep. getting like bitter and tarry. I'm like, okay, this is not a I'm working cigar. This is I'm sitting on my patio and enjoying it and thinking about it cigar. Oh, exactly. Amen. So, so, uh, um, I noticed that you were out at a, a cigar festival this past weekend. You you did the uh, um, uh, what what event did you uh, uh, the the Charlotte Cigar Week? So that was totally by happenstance. I did what? not go. Really? Out, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I did not go out there for Charlotte Cigar Week. Um, so our rep Don, um, 
we were doing <laughs> Don's great. We were doing some stuff with uh, the Tinderbox out there, um, some training and events and stuff, and we were seeing some other people. It just happened to coincide with Charlotte Cigar Week. So um, Don had he's connected with like the organizers and everything and they had invi invited us to this dinner. And so we kind of crashed the dinner on the first night and then just, you know, Charlotte, there's a lot of cigar shops, but you know, when you're doing this like cigar, cigar week takeover and people are flying in from all over the country, you're bound to constantly run into it. So, you know, we were kind of like tangently, you know, involved in it just from a being there standpoint, but we weren't doing anything like specifically for Charlotte cigar week. Okay. Right. Now we now were just you, mooching the food. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you get that? Did you get, you know, visiting these lounges, did you get that itch? Like, like, like you wanted to set up a table and then, you, you know, you wanted to start doing, uh, cause when's the last time you did an event? Um, so I've done a couple events the last couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it, I would like to have involvement in Charlotte, in Charlotte cigar week next year, if possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, the problem is, even if I go somewhere and we don't have a formal event, I can't not talk about cigars. And like, yeah. I always have cigars on me. So it always ends up being like a mini pseudo event based on what Laurel has in her backpack. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the way it should be, you know, because I, 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 I've, I've met cigar makers here and there, you know, not like I'm like, what do you? What do you got? Like, so I have like the big humidors, you know, yeah, yeah. travel ones. Like, what, what do you got in there? You know, and just... I've given a lot of cigars to people on planes. <laughs> yeah. <That's funny>. So, <laughs> at, at, as as you should, you know. So, um, oh. all right. So we're we're actually winding out. I can't, I can't believe it's almost been two hours uh, um, already. Um, uh, time has just flown by. Um, I have one question. One last question. I'm going to put you on the spot with this okay. one. Um, who was more fun to work with, Sean Williams or Rick Rodriguez? Oh, oh. you can't make me choose. I got I'm gonna make you choose. Which no. what you know? You must choose. No. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth. I love them both. In fact, I was just chatting with both of them yesterday. Um I, I, I love the fact that Rick's daughter is in the industry now. Oh, Sarah, she's and great. Sarah, she's and great. She, awesome. She's she so is awesome. so amazing. We well, met I, her. I, we, we met her once. No, we've met her like or twice. Recently, like twice or yeah. times. Yeah, she, she's so sweet. Um, yeah, Sarah, Sarah's great, and Rick E is really smart because you know he obviously went and launched West Tampa, and you know he he's been doing the travel thing forever. I mean, it's been like. 25 years or something I, I crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, to kind of bring Sarah up to be sort of the next face of that brand, I think is amazing for her and for him and for West Tampa. So I'm super proud of him and what he's doing. Um, I would, I'm going to just say Ricky because it's Sean. I love you. I love you both equally. This is not, I'm just simply saying this because I have to choose simply because I worked with Ricky more. I used to, I always called myself his handler. When I started with general, I came on as an event manager and I had to be like Ricky's, you know, Ricky, like Rick, Ricky needed a, he needed a handler. I didn't know. Uh... <laughs> well, I was, that was not my official title, but when I started, it was definitely like, yeah, yeah. So I just, I have a lot of like ridiculous Rick stories. Um, so I think I'm going to just have to go with him. Oh, Nick, Nick, <laughs> when, when, when we meet up with you sometime, I'm going to need to hear some of these, uh, 
these, these Rick stories. Ridiculous Rick stories. He'll be like, girl, don't tell these in public. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We wouldn't have you tell, tell them in, in public here. Um, so, uh, uh, Care, any uh, any final uh, uh, questions before we let uh, uh, Laurel go for the night? Yeah, just one question because you, you mentioned Don. He's he's a, he's awesome. And, oh, you know um, Don, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he does the events down here in South Carolina, and we you know always get out. The last event I went to, they did have the event cigar, which was the uh, Pinolera. Yes. Um, any potential of that coming out as a uh, full-time uh, brand or, or thrown into portfolio? Right now, we do not have it slotted for that. I think it's going to continue to remain an event-only cigar. Um, so, yeah. So, short answer, currently, no. I've never been to an AJ event, so I don't know. what, what What's up with the cigar? Can you tell so, us the Pinolero is something that we had done um, in the past, sorry, these malls are like outrageous right now. Um, something we had done in the past, and right now we're using them as a three pack for event only cigars. They're a nice medium bodied. They're they're really really. I hate to use the word earthy because you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's just it's a really like complex palate feel. Just a good medium, little bit of spicy, like quintessential kind of like that Nicaraguan earthiness, a little bit of a drier palate feel. It's just, it's a very, it's a very different flavor. It's, it's difficult for me to articulate, but it's different than everything else we have in the portfolio. It definitely has that flavor. Like you said, it's earthy, but it has that aged tobacco flavor Mm -hmm. to it. And it, and it has a lot of transitions to it when I smoked it. Um, And it is really uh, just a fantastic cigar. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, I've only, I've actually only smoked maybe three or four Pinolero in my life. (laughs) Okay, so what's the size of that cigar? Uh, so those we have in, it's like a little Perfecto. Oh, okay. So just invent, like you buy a box, you get like a cigar. Or a, it's yeah. A three pack. yeah, it's like oh, a three pack. Yeah, a little three pack coffee, yeah. Okay, so I'll have to, uh, everybody keep your eye out for the next AJ event. You know, and uh, you'll have to pick I some like, of those. Matt said, "Isn't this an event?" Yeah, isn't this yeah, an I, event? <laughs> the, yeah, this is oh, an I just, event. I just ignored that comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Laurel, thank you so much for. I mean, like I said, two two hours. I can't believe this time has just uh, uh, flown by. Oh, hey, uh, uh, one other the uh, the uh, the Dorado Challenge Coin. How did nice. people get this? How do people get this? So Starkey sent those out to everybody. Um, so when the Dorado came out, he wanted to send it. Um, so it went to like a lot of media folks. Um, yeah. People like uh, in groups and Instagram and, you know, podcasts and cigar shows and everything um, just as a kind of fun little, you know, thanks for supporting the brand. And, hey, try this and maybe talk about it. <laughs> yeah. OK, yeah, Jessica got it. I didn't get one. So yeah. um, but that's uh, that, that's cool. She got well, you she got she got the media. Pack. Yeah, yeah, I, I will take it personally, you know, so it's it's um, it's for you to share. Yeah. That's it. Like I said earlier, she got the hat as well. She occasionally lets me wear. Nice, nice. Do you yeah. like the Dorado? Did you smoke it? I, I love it. It's 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 probably the AJ that I smoke the most of. I yeah. almost, I almost didn't let him smoke any after I first smoked it. I was like, mm, I don't yeah, think I'm going. To yeah, they sent her like a three pack, and luckily yeah. I think one of them was a it was either a Bellicoso or yeah, a Toro yeah, or a yeah. Bellicoso or a Torpedo. Yeah. Okay, and that and that that's my jam right there. Sure. So. I'm like, I'm taking that. You're like, yeah. Well, unfortunately for you, my name was on the package. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks that, like none came for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> that's funny. 
So, all right, Laurel, thank you so much for uh, for giving us a couple hours of your Monday night. We definitely thank you appreciate guys. it. So, all right, we won't wait two years to have you on again. Perfect. All right, you have a great night. You too. Thank you guys. Thank Good you night. all. You're welcome. Bye. All right, so everybody start typing in the word cigar uh, for our Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway presented by Amendola Family Cigars. In the meantime, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Ooh, I like that. Cigar. <laughs> Jess is better looking. She is better looking than me. <laughs> It's time for the Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway presented by Amendola Family Cigars. All right, tonight's giveaway, we got a three-pack of cigars from Amendola Family Cigars. We've got a, uh, um, a little four-pack uh, from uh, um, uh, the Picadillos from uh, Southern Draw Cigars. Ooh, and we've got, a, we've got a cool lighter from Illusione Cigars. Very so let's cool. go ahead and uh, and share this. Uh, yeah, share I'll see if I have any more of those event cigars. They were really good. Yes. Yeah, they were fantastic. I went, I think it was when they were introducing a Dorado cigar at the, at the event. I probably paid for Don's mortgage um, at that event. <laughs> <laughs> I think Daryl was sending me a request, too, so I, I left uh, it a lot. Danny Crook won. Danny Crook uh, sent me an email. Danny. Kevin, it's... Uh, send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com, and uh, uh, we'll get you your prize pack out to you. Laura, we're going to bring you back up here in a minute after the show. Uh, next week, we welcome Jason Wood of Miami Cigar to the to the show. I've never talked with Jason, so uh, I've never even met him personally. So kind of interested to hear uh, his story. Uh, make sure you're following uh, Cigar Prop producer Jessica Caraviajante of Stogie Road Cigars, um, uh, Laurel Tilly of uh, uh, AJ Fernandez, AJ Fernandez Cigars, in the social media links, uh, um, or their social media links are in the video description as well. The podcast description, if you're listening to this in the future. Also in the, the show notes uh, are the social media links um, for all of our, uh, our, our fine partners that make this show happen each and every week. We want to uh, take a moment to thank them once again. So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Jake Wyatt Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset. Care, leave us with some final thoughts for the night. A good cigar isn't always the most expensive cigar. Talk to your tobacconist and you'll be surprised what you'll find for eight, nine, ten dollars. Exactly. And then don't be afraid of that black cigar. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the dark. Dark cigars are not scary. Dark cigars are not scary. So all right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Yeah.